This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. Today is July 16th, a Friday. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning. In the news this morning, Philadelphia police say one man was injured after an altercation inside Chickies and Pete's led to a gun battle outside of the restaurant on Thursday night. Oh. It happened just before 8 o'clock in the 6200 block of Mulberry Street in the city's Mayfair section. The shootout began when three men inside the bar made a comment to a woman passing by. She then told her boyfriend, who was outdoors dining. Police say the boyfriend, who had a license to carry, went back into the business to flash his gun. The altercation then spilled out onto the street. The woman's boyfriend, a 23-year-old man, was shot in the abdomen. He was rushed to an area hospital where he's listed in critical but stable condition. No other injuries were reported. Roughly 20 people were inside the restaurant when the gun fire erupted outdoors. Police say eight shell casings were recovered at the scene. No arrests have been made. Police are looking for three suspects who may have be, may be driving a white Nissan Maxima. Anyone with information is asked to contact police by calling 215-686-TIPS. That seems like a radical escalation, right? doesn't it? Uh, at Chickies and Pete's, right, like yeah. eating yeah. crab fries. An insult to flashing a gun to a shooting. Shot in the yeah. stomach. Terrible. A 10-year-old boy is recovering after police say he was pulled from a pool and received CPR from a lifeguard Thursday afternoon in West Philadelphia. According to police, the child went underwater when his father briefly looked away. It's unclear what caused the child to require medical attention. A lifeguard and uh, a 19th District police officer pulled the boy from the water and performed CPR, police said. The child started breathing on his own and was taken to CHOP. The willingness of lifeguards to help the child is being disputed by witnesses. Two people say the lifeguards hesitated to perform mal to mouth resuscitation. Uh, Tracy Colston, who was at the pool with her grandchildren, says that she performed mouth to mouth while the lifeguard immediately assisted the boy. She started CPR immediately when she pulled the boy out of the water. Colston said she started the compressions. The Philadelphia Department of Parks and Recreation says the lifeguard rescued, uh, rescued the child from the water and performed chest compressions. The school district of Philadelphia on Thursday said masks will be required for teachers and students in the fall as the city tries to restart full in-person learning amid changing variables in the coronavirus pandemic. The district reportedly spent $4.5 million of CARES Act funds on state-of-the-art air and surface purifiers for all learning environments and collective spaces. COO Reggie McNeil says it's good for more than COVID-19. When tested in an enclosed setting, the air purifying technology deactivated the virus to below detectable levels within three minutes. In addition to the COVID-19 virus, active pure technology has been tested in independent laboratories and proven to eliminate viruses, bacteria, mold, fungi on both surfaces and in the air, McNeil said. Yeah, the filters in these things are amazing. They're made out of radioactive asbestos. Okay. Wow. <laughs> and they really... Are there any, any side effects? <laughs> Stop. No. So air, They are just incredible. Air quality was a huge sticking point in getting teachers back into the classroom, classrooms last year, if you remember. Uh, Teachers Union President Jerry Jordan called the money well spent. The district also announced a new hybrid option for families. That's not quite uh, the the people who are not ready to return to full in-person instruction. It's not the same hybrid option that was offered last year uh, where students were just virtual with their their teachers in the classroom. Students will work with virtual teachers separate from the teachers in the classroom. In sports this morning. The 
Phillies return from the All-Star break with a doubleheader today as they open up a four-game weekend series against the Miami Marlins. The Phillies begin the second half of the season at 500 and in second place in the National League East, three and a half games behind the New York Mets. Matt Moore will get the start in game one. First pitch is scheduled for 4.05. The Philadelphia Union, who are in third place in the Eastern Conference, are back at home this weekend and will face uh, face off against D.C. United tomorrow night at Subaru Park. The match is set to begin at 7.30. And finally, the NBA Finals continue tomorrow night with the series shifting back to Phoenix for Game 5. The Suns and the Milwaukee Bucks are tied at two games apiece. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right. Thank you very much, Kathy. We're here at the end of the work week, a Friday morning Word of the Week prize. We'll give that away today. And it's a, it's a good one, $500 cash and some other goodies that go along with it. We'll tell you about that later. Uh, we do have a guest on the show, Luanelle. Yes. Uh, comedian is going to be performing at Helium Comedy Club. She's been here before, back in town. So I logged on to uh, TMZ this morning, and who did I see on the front of TMZ online? Luanelle talking about the Cosby tour. Oh, oh. yes. She doesn't think it's a good idea. All right. That's, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. that's uh, interesting. Good. Maybe we can touch on that when she stops in this morning. So uh, we'll have her in around uh, 9 o'clock today. Oh, and... Steve Morrison has an appearance what? today. Yes, gang. I do. What? Yeah, going to be at Acme in Flowertown. Uh, the excitement—you can hear everybody hooing all over the place. That was—is that what that is? Hooing. You're like they do in Shelbyville. Yeah. Um, so that's at uh, two o'clock. That's yes. cool. And then you have one on Sunday in Roxborough at, at Acme. Right. Yeah. Today's noon to two, or do I start at two? It says noon to two. Okay. At the good. Acme and it's uh, twelve to noon, Steve. Twelve to one. It's twelve to noon. Twelve, 12, to, 12 to noon. Yeah. <laughs> Noon to 12. Noon to 1? Yeah. Uh, and that's through uh, Big Brothers and Big Sisters, so you can donate while you're it's there. It's a damn good school. Acme, by the way. Yes. Yeah. It, it, it really yeah. is. And by the way, when you are saying in an email to somebody, I'll be there at noon, you're saying what? I'll be there at 12, right? 12 noon. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Why? Because I have been asked to specify exactly what time after saying noon that I'll be there at noon. during the day. Yeah. Noon, uh, yeah. noon is not midnight. Like, no. there's no... Are you sure you didn't say afternoon? No, 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 no. Because that's too many letters, Kathy. Okay, uh, so I'm very, very efficient with my text and my emails and stuff. Who? What? what? It, to... I have well, been that asked... person doesn't know how to tell time. Thank when you yeah. say yeah. noon, you're talking about 12 o'clock yep. in the day. I'll be when there at noon. When you say midnight, you're talking yeah. about 12 o'clock at night. Well, in the some morning. people yeah. are reading it as like... All hours of the afternoon. No, nope. right? They're wrong. Yeah, yeah that you're would right. be afternoon. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll be okay. there from noon to two. All right. Yes. Yes. Did I say something wrong? Did I say two? No, no, no. Okay. no, right. no. We've made that mistake in the past where we've literally said twelve to noon. I, and noon I, to 12. Said, <laughs> yeah. I said it. I had an appearance, and I was like, "I'll be there from twelve, 12 to, to noon. noon." And then I was like, <laughs> "You guys jumped on me immediately." Where was, was Kathy? Like, oh, yeah. She took off. Yeah. Uh, yeah. She was here forty-five seconds. She was here early. She had to leave before it was twelve oh one. You guys need me around here? I've been here for 38 seconds. <laughs> no, go ahead. Uh, so, let's see. We're going to give away whatever we have left to give away. I know we have a few things. Oh, yeah. uh, screenings and whatnot. Uh, and then what we have? Bagels yeah, and better. such. Okay, bagel. We don't have bagels and such. Oh, I'm sorry. I want people bummer. to start drinking early because, uh, you know, I'm give sober. Give beer? So. <laughs> that's beautiful. All right. Let's give away uh, Kona Spike. Well, it's not beer, but it's a seltzer. Oh. But Kona Spiked Island Seltzer, a variety pack. We have uh, a pack sitting right in the other room there, I saw. Stuff. Is very popular. Uh, it is, and uh, it's liquid aloha. Ooh. So That's you know what? Let's give away. Word. Let's give away two cases. We'll take uh, color twelve and thirteen. Two one five two six three WMMR. You can enjoy Kona's Big Wave on tap and Kona seltzers at Creekside Sports Bar and Grill in Limerick with indoor and outdoor dining, a beautiful patio, picturesque golf course views, and a great event space. And you can visit Creekside Sports Bar. 
Com for details, but we'll take callers 12 and 13 and we will give that to you. 215-263-WMMR. Let's take a break, come back, and a giant stack of entertainment stories to pass along to you with a super question and more stuff to give away. We'll be back in a moment. Stay. <laughs> Why am I doing the sports issue? We'll be Why back not? in just a moment. Stay there. Stream WMMR anywhere you have an internet connection. Check out the mobile app or go to WMMR.com. You'll figure it out from there. Can you believe football is back? This Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Interacme swoop in and win sweepstakes, and you could win up to ten thousand dollars cash or twenty twenty two Eagle season tickets. All you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at Acme swoopinandwin.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in and discover why football is better at Acme, the official super market of the Philadelphia Eagles and MMR's Preston and Steve show. Back with more of the Preston and Steve show podcast. All right. So as our prize for the stupid question, we have a $50 bonefish grill gift card to give away. And uh, the question I have for you this morning is what did Navin Johnson invent? <laughs> yeah. Love that movie. Two one five two six three WMMR. What did Navin Johnson invent? Two one five two six three WMMR. Call if you know the answer. I'll go through some birthdays today. Friday, July sixteenth. We'll begin uh, with the wonderfully beautiful Phoebe Cates. Uh, she turns fifty eight years old. Today. Told you. I just watched Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Yeah. She's really good in it. Everybody, those characters all ring true. Yeah. And I think that movie you asked if it still holds up. The the model of what kids are like and teens at that age. Yes, it still holds up. There's obviously some antiquated things, but. All the performances are pitch perfect. And once she and uh, Kevin Klein got together, she uh, she fell into mom role. Yeah, and, and, uh, and not a lot of stuff. Backed off of acting, and uh, they've you been know. married since 1989. Yeah, I just looked that up. It's really impressive. I mean, especially in Hollywood. Yeah, they're know, they're a real couple. Yeah, they're, they're the real deal. So uh, she turns wow, 58 years old today. Just a natural beauty. Yeah, yeah, uh, and great actress. Uh, Will Ferrell shares. Oh, Cheers <laughs> birthday with Phoebe Cates today. So Will Ferrell ends up being a part of every week for me because at some point I will watch the bloopers from Step Brothers because mm-hmm. it's one of the funniest pieces of footage. We just oh. become best friends. Yes. Yep. <laughs> um, when we had uh, Chad Smith on uh, a few weeks ago, you know he was going to be in, in Stone Harbor, and we had said, "Listen, man, we've heard." Of you, yeah, uh, around uh, the Jersey Shore, and he goes, "Well, we." It's, he's like, "I've never been there." He goes, "We all know who that must have been." <laughs> John Stamos. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, Chad Smith and Will Ferrell get uh, mistaken for each other quite a bit. I, and I'm secretly hoping that I run into Chad Smith when I go to Montauk. Yeah, <laughs> oh. I'm like I really hope that he's out and about. I'll, and I bet, can say hi. I'll bet you could be he if you walked up to him and told him, "Hey, you oh, know, yeah. we were on this interview. Remember, your son was in the background. Yeah. He would totally remember." And I bet you. He'd be down with hanging out. With yeah, you. like when he was in Stone Harbor, he was taking pictures with everybody. Yeah. He That'd jumped on great. stage, like so cool. Yeah. Yep. Have you guys seen the trailer for The Shrink Next Door? It's no. uh, yeah. Will Ferrell and Paul Rudd, and I think it takes place at some point in the '80s, and um, it looks like kind of a dark comedy. Uh, Paul Rudd plays a shrink, and and Will Ferrell plays somebody who's a little bit. Um, Disturbed and messed up, and, and he goes to see Paul Rudd as his therapist. But it looks really good. It comes out on Apple Plus later this year. Do you know it's another a wild Will Ferrell movie that we actually had him on to promote it. it he the the movie is in Spanish, but it's done like a um you know like a, a an old sort of Mexican gunslinger movie, oh. and it's a comedy. 
and uh, and it's it's very funny. Do you remember what it's called? I forget the name of it, but but no, it, it's just a really that. unique movie. Kind of came and went. I just love there, how... there it is. Yeah. Oh, Casa de Padre. Padre. De, yeah, Demi Padre, uh, House of My Father. That's wild. Okay. Yeah, and it's case. It's everything is spot on. Perfect. It is a perfect parody. I just love how willing he is to experiment. I mean, yeah. he did the Lifetime movie, did he not? Yeah. Uh, where, 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 where they it, it's a parody of those. Oh, it's a parody. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, so Will is fifty four today. Ed Kowalczyk of Live. Hmm. Yeah. And it's a big birthday for him. He turns fifty years old today. Wow. Uh, Ed, we've we've encountered him several times uh, throughout the years. Uh, always a nice guy. Good interview. Great he band. Was great front man. Kind of the alt. Dude, du jour for a while. He was the yeah. yeah he was he was the the lead singer for yeah. a while. Uh, has a real unique look about him. Real the, you know uh, kinetic on stage, intense, great singer. Uh, he is uh, fifty years old today. Another fantastic singer turns fifty years old today. Corey Feldman. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, unbelievable. Jesus. Honestly, uh, so good. We haven't heard this song in a while. The magic to me. I'm singing now. I'll say this now. Kathy's a better singer. Than <laughs> That's a bold statement. I know. I know. Man. Hey, Steve. <laughs> uh, but he turns 50 years old. But you got to you got to give it to him for his, his earlier. Acting career. He is so great in Stand By Me. He is so great, so great in The Goonies. He's mm. great in The Lost Boys. I mean, he he really had it, you know? We actually attempted a, a sort of a come-to-Jesus encounter mm-hmm. with him. And why not focus on all that stuff? Who will ever forget that iconic appearance on the Today Show with that Kitty Kitty song? Yep. I mean, come on! I can't believe you remember the name of that. Kitty Kitty. <laughs> I, I mean, uh, everyone was aghast. Terrible. Uh, mm. Are we still blocked from him? Sure are. On yeah. Twitter? Wow. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's a shame. We tried to help. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, he turns 50 years old today, Corey Feldman. Ah, the great Stuart Copeland celebrates his birthday today. Stuart Copeland... One of my all-time favorite drummers, uh, turned 69 years old. Not only that, he's a composer. That's mainly what he does now is composing. He actually did a piece of music that I love, which was the TV theme to The Equalizer. Oh, I yeah, didn't know that. I've never heard it. It's okay. really cool. He was just in our area, God, was it two weeks ago, two weekends ago, uh, with Oysterhead performing. They were in town? Yeah, they what were in, the? at the Peach Festival. So Oysterhead is Stuart Copeland, Trey Anastasio, and uh, Les Claypool. Wow. And they, they're this weird little, you know, powerhouse threesome of insanely talented musicians. Uh, their music's quirky, yeah. uh, but it's cool. Yeah. Quick, quick question um, with Stuart yeah. Copeland. So uh, um, is his uh, stick holding more traditional? or I, I No, that's exactly what it's called. It's called the traditional grip. Oh, okay. Yep. All right. Mm-hmm. So Look his, at me. His left hand is, uh, it goes... Uh, between his uh, the the stick goes between his middle finger and ring finger, and that's right. that's called traditional grip. And uh, mainly jazz players play like that, but some a handful of rock players play like that instead it's, of the matched grip, right? Correct. Well right. done. Yes, there's matched and grip. There's kung fu grip. Uh, there's the uh, the French grip and uh, German or American grip. Yeah, there's there's a few different ones. The key grip. Key grip. The key grip. Yeah. Who yeah. holds the lights? Yeah. yeah, you know that guy. Uh, but Stuart Copeland, 
Uh, outstanding drummer, 69 years old today. Michael Flatley. Oh, oh Riverdance. The lord of the dance himself. <laughs> yeah. Turned 63 today. But yeah, Riverdance, remember when that was a big thing? It was huge. And then, so he had Riverdance, and then I remember that he lost the rights to that and did another riff on it. And at one point, there were like 18 different types of rivers and dancing going on. God, you know what I, speaking of, of dancing, and I always say every year that they, they show the promo for this, I'm going to go to it, and I never do. It's that Asian yes! uh, troupe yes! that do these unbelievably big numbers, and I'm like, I'm going to it, I'm going to go, and I never go. So from that, from the, yes, I you know agree a thousand percent. It looks fantastic. Yes, the colors. That the, is the, the, the school, basically, or that's the discipline. That yielded um, great martial arts stars like Jackie Chan and Sammo Hung and all okay. of these people because they learned dance and martial arts and all right. that stuff right. from that that group and they do incredible stuff. Is but the, Shen Yun is yes, that's yeah. it. Yes. Yeah. It looks amazing. Wait a minute, there was a. But Nick pulled up these YouTube videos and it says, "Is Shen Yun a cult?" Oh boy. <laughs> okay. Well, all right. whatever. Man. No, it's a pretty cult. Yeah. Well, anything that's uh, you know. Uh, where you have to work really, really, really hard, nonstop, all the time for it is probably you could throw some cult accusations. Yes, and they at, give but... them rice and beans and water. Okay. Yeah. So they're good. They're good. All right. Well, anyhow, the Lord of the Dance uh, and River Dance uh, creator, Michael Flatley, is 63 today. I want to see Delaware River Dance. Delaware River Dance. <laughs> <laughs> And then last, uh, Annalyn McCord, yeah. who was on uh, 90210. Wait, who's that? I don't know. She yeah. was the... Oh, uh, she was the new 90210. She just came uh, <laughs> out about, uh, Kathy, yes. about le- legitimately having multiple personality, personality. disorder. Oh, that's her. Yes. yes. Right, yes. And she's worked her. her way through it. Yeah, she's good. I also liked that show. I wish that would have left. I did, too. I, I watched it. Uh, she was on Nip Tuck as well. She is 34 today. All right, to the phones we go. We'll see if somebody knows what Navin Johnson invented. 215-263-WMMR. Let's go to Shannon. Good morning, Shannon. Monkey pickaxe. Yes. Monkey pickaxe. Yes. Classic one. All right. What did Navin Johnson invent? The optograph. Optograph. Yeah, got it. Hang on a second. Steve Martin's character from The Jerk. A little device so you could uh, put your glasses on with. <laughs> uh, so, Shannon, we are going to give you a $50 Bonefish Grill gift card, and you can discover the shrimp rangoon salmon wood-grilled salmon topped with creamy shrimp rangoon and finished in a sweet chili sauce or their Key West tuna and pineapple glazed shrimp paired with a refreshing watermelon martini. You can visit Bonefish Grill. Dot com. All right. Uh, it looks like Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck are in the market for a new house. Yeah. That's the word. Um, TMZ reported that uh, it's they're saying here Benefer 2.0. Oh, I, okay, no, whatever. No, stop it. Stop no, it. Don't do so it. they spent Thursday house hunting in L.A.'s upscale Homely Hills neighborhood. Which is super ritzy. Uh, sources told the outlet that the couple checked out at least three mansions, including a $65 million, 31,000-square-foot home. Tell me, how are the schools in this area? Uh, with eight bedrooms and 12 bathrooms. Oh, my God. 31,000 square feet. Come on, for basically like two gi- people and some kids. A giant house t- is 10,000 square feet. It's already oh, a giant Oh, house. God, yeah. yeah. Oh, God, yeah. And then you, do, you triple that. We... We went to a 10,000, when we were looking at, at homes, you know, and, and, and finally ended up where we are now, we, we went to a number of different places. We went to one real estate listing. Now, we didn't look at the square footage and everything. 
It was 10,000 square feet, Preston, and I walked in, and I just started laughing when oh, I went yeah. in with, like, for us? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the biggest house I've ever been to that was lived in, like, people lived there, and it was, you know, one of their homes was 18,000. Mm. And, I mean, it was, I felt like I was at a resort. Um, right. And so... So this is almost twice. Add, almost yeah. twice that? Yeah. Dear God. That's what they're looking at. So. I mean, you could be in this house, and, like, we, we were there with the owners, and... I didn't run into them. <laughs> you could, in, in a 31,000 square foot home, you could probably, you could live there for a year without seeing the other person if you wanted to. I, I mean, saw them out, I saw them out at the pool. Like like I yeah. said, it was almost like it was a resort. Like you had, we had, <laughs> our, our own, we had our own wing. Like not even, it was a bedroom, it was a bathroom, it was like a little mini kitchen. Yeah. And even when we would come downstairs, like, I'd be like, oh, there they are out of the pool. And we'd go out to the pool and hang out with Did, them. To, to move into a, a house, don't you want at least some sense of family? That you occasionally see family members? Yeah, but you know yeah. what? This this um, specific family, they, they build their houses because they have so a big... Get, okay. No, but they have a big family. They have adult oh, children, right, so their okay. adult children can come and bring their families and not feel you. like the grandparents are on top of them. But mm-hmm. Ben and Jen, they have they got all that money. Yeah, Go for it. Might as well do something with it. So, uh, nonetheless, that's what they're doing. Uh, Machine Gun Kelly was a fan of his girlfriend, Megan Fox, before they met, and he admits oh. that he once had a poster of the actress from a GQ photo shoot hanging in his teenage bedroom. God, that's a great story. He even has a tattoo <laughs> uh, from the Transformers movie that she starred in. Uh, so Kelly calls it full circle. Yeah, uh, it is full circle. He had uh, such but, a big crush on her that one of his high school friends thought back then that he would marry her one day. Did you see the pictures of her? Uh, he uh, She appeared on Jimmy Kimmel. Arsenio was guest hosting. You know, she looks fantastic. I mean, she? she? Yeah, she... she I think she may have tamped down on some of the stuff she's had done, but she looks really good. Good, because I've seen her look less than fantastic. Right. uh, Because she's tinkered with her face too much. Exactly. Uh, But he revealed these facts in the August issue of GQ. Jason Biggs sent a personal apology to Courtney Stodden. For the cruel comments that he made about her online. That's Uh, big of him. In the message, yeah. He wasn't even prompted. Uh, In the message, the American Pie star told the reality personality uh, that he is attempting to lead a clean and sober life. And as part of that, he is taking accountability for his past decisions. I read the note and it was, um, and Courtney Stodd made mention of the fact that it was what she would deem a sincere note. So, yeah, she shared it on Twitter and then took the opportunity to jab at Chrissy Teigen, (laughs) who they previously criticized for only making a public apology rather than a private one in order to save her endorsement deals. They wrote, this is what a personal apology looks like. Everyone makes mistakes, but not everyone takes real accountability. Was he making he, amends? Yeah, oh, I'm sorry, Casey. Yeah, no, no, that sounds like it. Um, but it was, okay, so do we know if his comments were, like, at her? They were jokey. They were uh, like, did he slightly, at her? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Okay. I uh, mean, not that there is a difference, right? But yeah. but there's a little bit of a difference, right? So, well, like, Chrissy when Teigen's were directed direct at, at her. Stunned. And that's that's a terrible thing to do. But listen, I got, you know, I speak from experience. It sucks when you get called out for some of the crappy things well, that he said. Yeah. And it's. Cl- I, I assume he's in a few steps of a program now, and this is part of the deal, right, Case? It yeah. would make sense. Yeah, I mean, you you know, it's up to you to decide, you know, what things you have to make amends right. for, and you have to do it, um, you know, whether and you have to decide whether or not it's going to actually do more harm to make the amends, and it doesn't sound like it is going to do that here. Yeah. But she right. she appears to be touched by the effort. Yeah, 
Uh, Sharna Burgess. Who? <laughs> penned a heartfelt tribute to Brian Austin Green in honor of his 48th birthday yesterday. The dancer. She's a dancer. I thought she was a singer. Yes? She's a singer? No, oh, okay. she's a no. dancer. No, she, she was, was a dancer. dancer. Thanks. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Stop. Stop. Uh, she wrote the mushy <laughs> caption to go along with the slideshow of childhood photos of the former Beverly Hills 90210 star. Uh, you are my best friend and my favorite human. It's hard to imagine before you because this somehow feels like it is like it just always was. I assume she's his girlfriend. I don't know. I truly never knew that it could be like this, that my happiness could find a whole new level. <laughs> uh, that life and love and all things in between. <laughs> Could feel so inexplicably deep and connected and transparent and right. I love you. Loving you Loving is the you. easiest thing oh, I do. I'm bored. I've ever done. <laughs> and I'll celebrate your existence today and all days in all the ways. Always. Wow, man, it's beautiful. Cut to six months yeah. from now. Get <laughs> you alcoholic loser! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, how long have they been together? <laughs> oh, they've been they've been Instagram officials since January. Oh, oh. Six, six months, it. yeah, six seven months. Yeah. I never thought it could be like this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Remember on uh, the original nine hundred two one zero, Kathy? He was the, uh, the the DJ in the school. Yep. He yeah. sat. He was the radio guy. I remember. And then the hip hop guy. I never watched that show, but I remember seeing a clip of him in a <laughs> a radio studio. And he had like a goofy hat on. Oh, he was yeah. doing the yeah. stereotypical yeah, yeah. crazy DJ stuff. Right. And they had a window oh. in the hallway as you walk past so you could see him Shut DJing up. out. All right. Well, anyhow, they're in love. I love you. Apparently. I love you. <laughs> uh, Dove Cameron. Oh, wait, now we're I talking. I love you. I love you, Dove. <laughs> She's in the new uh, Mega Dune. Exactly. So uh, she opened up to people in uh, uh, People Magazine in. No, it's called People in 10 on Thursday. The hell is that? About how her life has changed since coming out as queer. The Schmigadoon star said... Dove Cameron, she came out? Yeah, yeah. I can't keep up with this. About a month or so ago. So she said, I've always allowed myself to be more seen and supported and held than I had previously. I've always been exactly the same. Like I never pretended to be anything that I wasn't. Uh, Cameron, who came out as bisexual, I was more than a month ago, it was in 2020... Uh, before telling the Gay Times that the queer label suits her better, added, I feel like I'm having my life more bare, which feels really vulnerable, but I'm also trying to be okay with that. I feel good. Yep. Uh, Julia, Rob- Julia Roberts' 16-year-old daughter made her red carpet debut at the Cannes Film Festival on Saturday. It was the James Conn Film Festival. It was a little smaller. Hazel Motor accompanied her parents to the screening of Sean Penn's thriller Flag Day, on um, which her father, uh, Danny Motor, served as the cinematographer. So they were motoring, right, kids? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you've got it. You yeah, know I you've got I it there. Yeah. Hazel Motor. Oh. I threw that at Danny you. Danny Motor. Oh. Yeah. There. Where the hell is Aries? Yeah! Thank you, New Jersey. Uh, the teen wore a lace shirt dress and black Mary Janes as she walked the red carpet with her family. No Crocs? No. Oh. no, no uh, she looks a little Julia Roberts-ish. 
She looks yeah. young. I mean, young, she looks yeah. like a 16-year-old. So this movie, uh, Flag Day, is a, a Sean Penn movie, like you said, Preston, and it's getting incredibly great reviews. And uh, Eddie Vedder did the music for it. I haven't heard any of it yet, mm-hmm. but uh, he and Sean Penn have worked together in the past. They did Into the, Into the Wild together, and so Eddie apparently penned a few songs for this uh, this movie. He wanted to do the music to make a dude. The... Uh... Description says a father lives a double life as a counterfeiter, bank robber, and con man in order to provide for his daughter. Mm. Apparently got an eight-minute standing ovation at con. So what? this is uh, yeah. like, like a Breaking Bad kind of thing? I don't know anything about it. All I know is that Sean Penn uh, directed it. Wow. Eight minutes, that's a lot of clapping. That's too much, I think, yeah. right? That, they, they were actually, they, they were handing out uh, salve and stuff and ointment so people could con- complete Continue the final clapping. three minutes of clapping. Uh, film producer Dylan Jordan was arrested yesterday for allegedly running... A prostitution ring across the U.S. and abroad. Uh oh. According to the Manhattan Federal Prosecutor's Office, he's also accused of money laundering uh, for using two front companies to conceal the money that he made illegally. And who's uh, this guy? Jordan, who produced films uh, such as The Kindergarten Teacher, starring Mag- uh, Maggie Gyllenhaal and Ethan Hawke. Uh, oh, and the Ethan Hawke movie, The Kid. Uh, faces up to 50 years in federal Whoa. prison if he is found guilty on I recognize the picture. I have no idea I who him. Yeah, I've, I've seen pictures of him in on various um, celebrity and, and uh, is he like TMD. a power player? He is a player. Okay. Um, he's a producer. Yeah, not of extraordinary power, but he's up there. All right. A documentary on the life of late celebrity chef and TV travel host Anthony Bourdain is opening in theaters today, and the filmmaker is getting some criticism for having using artificial intelligence to recreate Bourdain's voice. On top of that, he didn't disclose it in the film. Uh, Morgan Neville, who never met Bourdain, used content from archival audio and video, as well as the AI technology, telling the New Yorker that he, quote, created an AI model of Bourdain's voice to supplement quotes of his that were that there were no recordings of. So I, I was listening to the... the uh, there was a clip available this morning, and I didn't include it because it... You know, there's really no point of reference where you're like, oh, my God, you know. Uh, but if you want to grab it, Mercy, you can. These apparently were things that Bourdain had written down, and he had the AI say it. Right. So, um, but I, I don't know. I, yeah, it's, it's kind of weird, I guess. He said, if you watch the film, you probably don't know what the other lines are that were spoken by the AI, and you're not going to know. Uh, we can have a documentary ethics panel about it later. Uh, some of the critics tweeted that Bourdain himself would have hated this being done. Uh, Roadrunner, a film about Anthony Bourdain, is opening three years after Bourdain died by suicide at age 61. Amazon is packing two more celebrities into its Alexa digital assistant starting today. You can have Alexa speak in the voices of Shaquille O'Neal or Melissa McCarthy, <laughs> replacing Alexa's default female voice. Owners of Alexa devices can ask Shaq or McCarthy to tell them the weather, play songs, tell jokes, read poems or stories and more, uh, like asking Shaq to rap or soliciting a uh, funny story from McCarthy. So we, we have samples of, of these, uh, Preston, and I, here's something I want to suggest is what they need to work on is a an AI for Alexa that will stop it from responding to on your television mentions of it. So you ever have that happen? Where where oh yeah 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 somebody somebody will bring up Amazon on TV and yep. your devices all go off. Uh, the O'Neill and McCarthy voices for Alexa are available to customers in the U.S. for four ninety nine each. Yeah. Uh, for Amazon, the deals are designed to add another selling point to its family of Echo smart speakers and other Alexa enabled devices, as well as generating some incremental revenue. Uh, Samuel L. Jackson, whose trademark four letter patter. 
made him the top-selling digital purchase on Amazon.com the day it launched in the fall of 2019 for an introductory price of 99 cents. Amazon subsequently quintupled the amount of explicit phrases for Jackson's Alexa voice option based on customer demand, and they later raised the price of four ninety nine. Uh, Shaq, reflecting on the popularity of Samuel L. Jackson's voice, uh, said, I don't have an explicit version, but it's pretty close. Uh, and training Alexa to speak in O'Neill's voice took about 60 hours total over three months. Oh my God. Uh, they built a recording studio in Shaq's house for the project. He said it was like reading out of the dictionary. He said it was the most difficult thing I've ever done. Some days uh, he spent up to eight hours recording words, phrases, and sentences. And he said that he added his own flavor to the recordings, occasionally ad-libbing. He said, I had to shacken him up. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of the phrases, he said, some of the things they wanted me to say were too corporate, and it wasn't the way that I talk. So we have, uh, it. Yes. if you ask, you know, you can ask your Alexa to tell you a joke, and then we have Shaq's Alexa voice telling you a joke. How did the center find out he was being benched? He got tipped off. <laughs> Hilarious. Uh, and then Melissa McCarthy, let's play yeah. a little bit of her. Here we go. Hey, remember when you said to set that alarm for you? Um, this is the alarm going off. So you've been alarmed. <laughs> I like that. All right. And then we have a clip of Anthony Bourdain All right. of the uh, AI. You were successful, and I'm successful. And I'm wondering, are you happy? Yeah, no big deal. Yeah. I think it's no big deal. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Ain't no thing. It ain't like Shaq's joke, which was awesome. Right? <laughs> uh, Gigi Hadid has replaced Chrissy Teigen as the narrator for Paxton's inner voice for season two of Never Have I Ever. Uh, People reports that Teigen, who was originally set to voice the episode, decided to leave the show in June following the hubbub that she's been going through. So I, I have no idea. What is? Has anybody ever watched Never Have I Ever? Mm, no. I don't Never have I ever watched it. Uh, never have <laughs> I either. <laughs> uh, Deadline reports that Antonio Banderas is the latest actor to join Harrison Ford, Phoebe Waller-Bridge, and Mads Mikkelsen for the fifth installment of the Indiana Jones franchise. He seems like a good addition. Yeah, I have no idea where they want to place him in this film. He's and... playing Puss in Boots, Preston. Oh, he should. I'm not yeah. working with a cat. Uh, production is currently <laughs> underway with the film set to debut July 29th of next year. According to Deadline, Robert Downey Jr. will take on his first starring television role in HBO's The Sympathizer. Uh, The show is an adaptation of the Pulitzer Prize-winning novel of the same name. Uh, It's about the struggles of a half-French, half-Vietnamese communist spy during the final days of the Vietnam War. Same old story. And his exile in the United States. Uh, The outlet reports that a worldwide search is underway for the lead role and the rest of the predominantly Vietnamese cast. So I don't know who he will play in that. um, Tony Stark. Yeah, wouldn't that be great? Uh, so he's don't let it go. He's doing a, a a TV program. I think he should play no matter what it is, even if it's a period piece like the War of 1812. He's Tony Stark. That'd be great, right? Just keep I, it, keep it going. I wonder if he'll show up at any point in the MCU again. You he know, is. He's a- actually slated to Nick. There, there's a um when they do the the there's another version of Iron Man in which it's a young girl. Who is well, it? I know that What If is coming yeah, out, yeah. Um, but I mean, like, uh, you know, Robert Downey Jr. showing up on film in the in oh, Doctor Strange, right. you know, multiverse or whatever, just in a flashback or, you know, something along those lines. Hey, look, well, Michael Keaton's coming back as Batman yeah. in the DC yeah. universe. There is a line from him. It's, it's one of my favorites uh, in, uh, I think it's in Spider-Man Homecoming, and it's just a throwaway thing. Mm-hmm. It's so funny. 
It's when uh, Peter Parker, they have to, um, they're doing the recap uh, yeah. of what happened in um, Civil, Civil War. War yeah. And they're in the car together. So we, we need to make fake video for Aunt May, you know. To tell her. <laughs> yeah. so he goes, hey, May, how you doing? Hope you're wearing something skimpy. And then he starts cracking up. <laughs> yeah. and I don't know why that just, his, his delivery is so great. Well, it's I, funny you should mention that because me up. I was watching uh, Jeff Bridges. Uh, I, I've mentioned this before. GQ has this, if you subscribe to their a YouTube page, they have all these actors talking about their iconic roles. And he talks about the original Iron Man working with Robert Downey Jr. and uh, uh, John Favreau uh, and, and all getting together. The original script was a lot more like, I'm Iron Man. And they sat and riffed dialogue to tamp it down oh, no and to put to imprint Robert Downey Jr. on that and give it a little bit more of the edge. And I think that's really what sold that movie. Oh, yeah. yeah, totally. All right. Talk about a movie and uh-huh. selling it. This is so stupid. <laughs> Lifetime announced yesterday that Harry and Meghan Escaping the Palace will premiere Monday, September 6th. They had the, the trailer. Oh, my God. I sent it to you. I, I love how bad these things are. Oh. The movie about them meeting and falling in love and getting married was hilarious. Steve, and the, the, the voiceover on this is like it is the most serious thing in the world. <laughs> Harry and Meghan escaping the palace. I mean, like they're yeah. really <clears throat> throwing the drama on this. It looks ridiculous. Well, the incorporation of Snake Plissken, I thought, was <laughs> interesting. Uh, the TV movie will focus uh, on Megan's growing isolation and sadness, their disappointment that the firm was not defending them against the press's attacks, and Harry's fear that history would repeat itself and he would not be able to protect his wife and son from the same forces that may have contributed to his mother's un- untimely death. And I think the choice of Steve Harvey as Oprah... Is kind of an inspired uh, bit of casting. The Duke and Duchess of Sussex will be played by Jordan Dean and Sidney Morton. And they, they really don't look, look nothing like them. Mm. Uh, let's see. All right. So I never, I never report on Real Housewives stuff because I just, oh, but, but this yeah. one, this one I have to mention. <laughs> the Real Housewives franchise is expanding to include an original holiday movie <sighs> set to stream on Peacock later this year. Okay, uh, thanks for bringing up Peacock. I, I was watching Peacock last night. Me too. And uh, it is a nightmare to navigate. I love Peacock. I love the content. Mm-hmm. But all the buttons that control the remote one way do absolutely the opposite when you're in Peacock. Okay, well, so I do mine on a Roku, so I, my, okay. my I, remote I, is different. So I'm, you're doing it right from Xfinity. The Xfinity remote. Okay. And Peacock has a ton of great content. It does. Yeah. What'd you watch? I was watching The Monsters. Uh, okay. <laughs> it's not very intuitive. I, no. I, yeah. I, I, got, I yeah. got rid of it. I, I couldn't take it anymore. Uh, so anyhow, uh, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, uh, the star, Kyle Richards, will star alongside Breaking Bad alum Betsy Brandt. This is going to be great. In the Real Housewives of the North Pole. Hello. Oh, it's Santa Claus? Oh, yeah. Okay. I like Betsy Brandt. The Hollywood Reporter writes that the two will star as the Christmas queens of North Pole, All right. uh, Ver- North Pole, Vermont, oh, who right. get into a friendship-ending argument that sparks a town-wide bastards. So the, the one of the women is was from a show that I really thought was funny called Life in Pieces. Um, and she's a real actress. I don't think she's a real, real housewife, though. Yeah, well, they, they lost me at Real Housewives. <laughs> uh, so, do you guys see this? Jennifer Carpenter is going to appear in the Dexter revival. Yeah. As, uh, Deborah Morgan, yeah. 
Uh, it is suspected that, that she will be featured in a flashback sequence. And spoiler alert, her character was killed off in the show's finale. So I don't remember that. I just remember him riding off on a boat into a free. I, it was terrible. Uh, you were not happy with the no, no. The but I'm, I'm talking. I'm saying he's riding off on a boat, and I just kind of glanced over, and I see Nick Murphy in the corner of my eye. He's so mad. He's giving me the thumbs down. He's so pissed. I'm pissed because it was a good series, and her story arc was really, really good. And that, but I don't even re- how unceremoniously did they kill her off? You because I don't even remember. I that. was watching this documentary, and it was basically the gist of it: is the right way to kill off mm-hmm. heroes and villains, and the wrong way, the unceremonious way. And one of the ways that they, one of the, the deaths they brought up, Preston, was Han Solo in the Force Awakens. Yeah, it's like. What? Uh, right, yeah. uh, you know, you you've got to realize you got to read the room and realize what these characters mean. By the way, she's awesome. She's great. In uh, I watched the uh, Exorcism of Emily Rose, mm-hmm. and she's tremendous. She's a great actress. One final story: HBO reportedly paid James Gandolfini three million dollars to turn down Steve Carell's role in The Office. Yeah. What? Uh, during the latest episode of Talking Sopranos, host Michael Imperioli. And Steve Sharippa revealed to uh, guest Ricky Gervais that uh, the late Soprano star had been in talks to join The Office after Carell left and before James Spader joined the cast. And according to Sharippa, Gandolfini was offered up to $3 million to join <laughs> the NBC sitcom, but HBO paid him, or I'm sorry, he was offered $4 million, but HBO paid him $3 million to not do it. Hmm. Wow. That's a hell of a deal. Yeah. So and, uh, where's my stapler? Uh, Gervais joked. Uh, so they paid him that to keep the legacy of The Sopranos pure. Uh, but yeah, he could have uh, he could have gone over there. Uh, the movie with his uh, son as a young uh, Tony Soprano has that officially been released yet? No, no, no. It's uh, I think in, uh, we just got the trailer, so the, right. it releases in uh, theaters and HBO Max on August. I'm sorry, October first. All right, Many Saints of Newark. Yeah, yeah, it looks really good. All right, uh, speaking of movies and such, uh, there are some new ones opening this weekend, so we got to dive into that. We'll start with Space Jam, The New Legacy, comedy adventure fantasy starring LeBron James, Don Cheadle, and Zendaya. Uh, The plot is when LeBron James and his young son Dom are trapped in a digital space by a rogue AI, LeBron must get them home safe by leading Bugs, Lola Bunny, and the whole gang of notoriously undisciplined Looney Tunes to victory over the AI's digitized champions on the court. A powered-up roster of professional basketball stars as you've never seen them before. Uh, it's an hour and 55 minutes long. Rated PG. It's a wide release in theaters and streaming today. Rotten Tomatoes score gives it a 38%. Uh, then you have the movie Pig. Uh, it's yes. a mystery and a thriller. stars Nicolas Cage, I Steve this. Tish, Dory A. Rath. Uh, living alone in Oregon wilderness, a truffle hunter returns to Portland to find the person who stole his beloved pig. <laughs> Hour and 32 minutes long, rated R, limited theater release today, Rotten Tomato score, 98%. Yeah, I'm yeah. all in on pig. Huge. It's basically, they're calling it the John Wick of 
uh, movies for pigs. I, you know, Nicolas Cage does some terrible, terrible movies, but he is a great actor, and every now and then these roles appear for him, and this one looks like one where he's being a great actor in okay. a great movie with a really good script. Well, you know what happens? And I was reading a lot of the reviews, Nick, and they're saying the movie owes its success, and you never hear these words applied. To Nicholas's Nicholas Cage's metered performance. Well, exactly. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's, you know, Andy Samberg did that impression of him, where right, he was, right, you know, right, yeah. either yelling rage or a quiet whisper, and he does that in a lot of his movies. But when he when he is subtle, when he when he allows the space between to be the acting, then yeah. then he's great. Uh, can you do me a favor and see if there is any correlation between the movie Pig and the movie Mandy? Like, if it's the same producer, same uh, director, or whatever. That's a good movie too. Another it, Nicholas Cage movie. Uh, yeah, and it's and it uh, it takes a little while, but man, it is. Dark and and it and it's kind of like the pacing is really weird. But yeah, he goes out there for some projects. Yeah, Mandy, Mandy. I don't know anything. She about came that. and she gave, gave without, without taking. taking. Yes. Yeah. Uh, what's it about? Uh, it's a revenge movie. Uh, there's just these. It, there's like m- like a messed up cult of people, and they end up like killing his girlfriend Mandy, and he goes out for revenge. But it, it's the it's lit really really darkly. Uh, it's it's very trippy. Well, Pig is sort of that way as well. So uh-huh. it is a revenge movie. He's got this past, and it's uh, you know, um, it's I love I love a good yeah. revenge movie. Okay, it doesn't look like there's any correlation though. All right, well, we're ready for clips Yay. now, so let's get to that. Lola Bunny received a major makeover for her 2021 on-screen appearance. Now that she is far less sexualized, Zendaya talks about her character's strong points. Here we go. She's one of the best players on the team, you know, and she holds everybody together. Um, and I, th- I think she's a she's a key key member into you know helping out LeBron and getting them out of a very sticky situation. So, um, yeah, she's. She's kind of like the brains of the operation. I don't give a f- Quick question on this. So these Looney Tunes characters for kids now, do they hold any sure. import? Yeah, I remember my son watching Looney Tunes growing up, and some of the time it was, you know, Looney Tunes from the 40s and the 50s and the right. 60s, and sometimes it was Space Jam era stuff. So, I mean, you know, I I, I don't love Space Jam either, the first one, but, no. uh, but there is timeless comedy when it comes to the Looney Tunes. I will uh, respectfully disagree, and I think what holds more weight in this is the NBA stars than anything yeah, else. Yeah, so, like, that's my, what I was gathering. My son's not like, oh, my God, like, Bugs Bunny, Pig. Porky Pig is, <laughs> no, but, like, LeBron and all these other stars, yeah, and yeah. I think the same thing for your son, Nick, because uh, he's, you know, huge into the NBA. That is more, uh, I think, the, the, the draw on this one. Uh, so Space Jam, A New Legacy, is now streaming on HBO Max. Here's the next clip for you. Everyone who made it out of the first escape room returns for the next film. Here, Logan Miller shares his first reaction to the script. First reaction was great because, you know, I got to see the continuation of what we had created uh, two years prior. And I, I had a good sit down with Adam before we started production and was just like, how can we evolve this character in the best way possible? Ben was somebody who was kind of a uh, cynical guy uh, who kind of gave up on life. I don't even know who the hell you are. <laughs> uh, Escape Room Tournament of Champions premieres today, by the way, and that's uh, part of our Word of the Week prize. Again, I I did enjoy the first one. I thought yeah. it was well constructed, and it, um, I mean, there's some brutal escape rooms in that movie. All right, and there you go. That is what I have in the entertainment report for you this morning. We have uh, some movie screening passes to give away next Wednesday. Uh, the movie Old, M. Night Shyamalan uh-huh. film, is going to be playing. 
and it will be at the AMC Fashion District. So next Wednesday at 7 p.m., if you are free to go, we can take uh, callers 10, 11, and 12 right now. 215-263-WMMR. Set you up to go see that movie. It's rated PG-13. It's in theaters nationwide on July 23rd. So next Wednesday, 7 p.m., AMC Fashion District, the movie Old from M. Night Shyamalan. Let's get you on board. We'll take a break. We'll come back in just a moment. Stay there. WMMR, we enjoy devilish dichotomies, cunning linguistics, and the purveyance of the pun. And this weekend, we're applying our admiration of this whimsical wordplay to our double shots with a super segue weekend. Two titles that twist together terrifically, like... And... Think of them as musical dad jokes from the station that Shakespeare himself would have been proud not being a part of. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. We're headed into a weekend, so why not get yourself ready for that little meal you want to prepare? Uh, It's time to delve into the world of food. It's time for the Connoisseur, the weekend edition. Mm. We got some good stuff for you. Uh, let's start with uh, cookies. Ah, uh, there you go. Always a good place to begin, right? Yes. So Nestle has unveiled its lineup of fall cookie dough flavors, and they now include four new bites. Four cookie dough flavors. All right. A new morsel flavor. Yeah. Uh, so there's four new bites, a new morsel flavor, and one returning fan favorite. First is the Nestle Toll House Pumpkin Spice Cookie Dough. Interesting. I, I don't I'm hate not, that. I'm no. I'm not opposed to pumpkin spice at all. Um, that would be worth exploring. Uh, it features a sweet pumpkin and spice flavored dough with premier white morsels. Okay. Uh, I'm not such a big fan of white morsels. The, white chocolate. The second new offering is PB and J cookie dough. Okay, which mm. is peanut butter cookie dough and strawberry flavored pieces. Ooh, I like that. Uh, well, the third is Nestle's cinnamon roll cookie dough. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Cinnamon is, is, is it's like the Pope, infallible. Yeah, it almost sounds like a snickerdoodle. You know. Uh, yeah. Sugar dough, f- sugar flavored dough, and cream cheese flavored pieces. Oh. That ain't no snickerdoodle. No, no man. I thought I heard cinnamon in there somewhere. Yeah, it is. It's cinnamon roll cookie okay. dough. Okay. Uh, but it includes a uh, cream cheese flavored pieces. And the final offering is trick or treats. Cookie dough with sprinkles shaped like ghosts and bats. Uh, the break and bake pumpkin spice. Um, break and bake. PB&J so and Trick or Treats cookie dough flavors will be sold in 14-ounce packages starting in August, while the cinnamon roll cookie dough will be sold in an oblong 16-ounce package. All the treats will sell for about $3 each. You know what I had not that long ago? Rochelle, what? Rochelle had bought, you remember, for ages... We would eat raw cookie dough. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh, which you're not supposed to. But yeah, but you do anyway. anyway. But we, buy, we would buy that five-pound good. Bucket. The tub, yeah. And never cook a damn, not one cookie Why would it. you? Uh, but now they make the edible yeah. cookie dough yeah. pieces. What do you, you think? They're really good. Are they? They're, they're almost, they're, like, you would have a hard time telling the difference. Distinguishing. Okay. Yeah. I, I, that sounds uh, that sounds good. Yeah. I, we took them, uh, I, I took them as a little snack the other day. Mm. Yeah. Preston, nice. let me ask you a question about uh, cooking and, and food ingredients in general. Because you mentioned cream cheese in there. And to mm-hmm. me, cream cheese should not end up in desserts. And yet it does. What? Well, I mean. Oh, what? It doesn't seem to me like it, it in, inherently a dessert. I don't know. It's antithetical in my brain. And then I have it in a dessert. 
and I, I totally understand it. I guess, right? Is yeah, cheesecake. cheesecake. Or uh, we make this uh, apple dip okay. uh, with brown sugar and cinnamon and stuff like that and uh, caramel in it. And, yeah, all you got to do is you add a little sugar to cream cheese. Yeah. Mm. Bro, and it's you're good, good to, to go. go, bro. All right, so is it the <laughs> chip in this dessert, that you, the, in the new cookie? Yes. The chip itself is made out of cream cheese. Well, in the, the cinnamon roll one. Got you. Okay. Yes. Yes. So, I, yeah. No, it, it works. You add some sugar to cream cheese, dude. It's it's fantastic. All right. And the, it's very desserty. The introduction of this these flavors for autumn, for fall, for that time of year when you you start mm-hmm. to relax your summer dieting a little bit because you want to stay. You know, you're out and about. You're wearing you know more revealing clothing and so on and so forth. Right. But as you start to move into the hibernation months, yeah, you tend to indulge a little bit more. I can see these all being a hit. You have to put on a layer of fat for the winter. To protect mm-hmm. yourself. Stay warm. Collect walnuts. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like walnuts. <laughs> well, it's winter time. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like those grizzly bears that they, uh, yes. they fatten up. And, they do. They mm-hmm. hibernate. They put on about like 60 extra pounds. So, In fact, this year we have to remember to... Um, fat Bear Week? Fat Bear mm-hmm. Week. Oh, we should yeah. do Fat Us Week. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they do way more yeah. than 60 pounds. Oh, they do way more. Yeah. 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 All right. So that's one of the things. What else do I have here for you? This will be nice. This is, uh, this is food and clothing together. Panera Bread last week released a line of swim-related merchandise. That's Senate, edible? Senator, yes. No. Centered around the <laughs> restaurant uh, chain's soups, specifically the broccoli and cheddar soup. Uh, the St. Louis-based brand soup has hundreds of copycat recipes on the Internet and is a cult favorite among fans. We've actually done... Two soup knockoff recipes uh, that are supposed to be like the uh, the, the Panera's, Panera's, and they turned out great. We did both the broccoli cheddar and the onion soup, and I think they're fantastic. Their onion soup is excellent. Their tomato soup is excellent, and yeah. their black bean soup is excellent. Now, but one of their most popular ones is the broccoli cheddar. Have you had that? Uh, yes, I like it. It's really good. Yeah. Uh, so the new collection includes two one-piece swimsuits and two patterned swim trunks. The first set, uh, uh, one one-piece and one set of trunks, has a pattern of illustrated broccoli and cheddar with turquoise background. I need to get this for my son, Parker, because he almost exclusively eats their broccoli you cheddar know, soup. What I like about that is we're looking at the, the uh, collection, Preston. It's suitable for the beach and or like a solemn event, like a funeral. Okay. Yeah. I need to get him a pair of these trunks. Uh, the other set is emblazoned with the word soup. Yeah. <laughs> and the brand soup. logo in Panera's signature green and yellow. Uh, the company even created a circular pool float in the shape and design of its famous bread bowl, giving customers a chance to fully embody their favorite <sighs> soup by wearing the patterned swimsuit and floating in the bread bowl float. What they need to do is make an actual floating bread bowl for mm. you in your pool that uh, you can just n- kind of sample and eat as you're floating around. This isn't the first time that they've done a marketing campaign around its soup, but it's the first merchandising line. Uh, Panera previously released a commercial centered around its soup with uh, The Office star Phyllis Smith, who's a fellow St. Louis native. Uh, the merchandise can be purchased at swimsoups.com. Ah, I like That's that. That's great. So yeah. uh, you, you often, like, I I do the U-Pick, too. You know, the, the soup. And yeah, the, yeah, I do that a lot, too. It's a perfect meal. Yep, exactly. And then I eat my bathing suit and go home. Uh, yeah. Love me some Panera. So you can go to swimsoups.com if you're a huge fan. Like it. Yep. All right, on to beverages. With memories of the 1985 new Coke debacle somehow still fresh, the announcement that the taste of Coke Zero is changing has regular drinkers on edge. 
One suggested Coca-Cola have a backup plan before demanding it stop messing with a good thing. Oh, yeah, Chuck loves the uh, Coke Zero, Pepsi Zero. He loves that A lot stuff. of people yeah. do, yes. Yeah. I still, I mean, I can sort of take it or leave it. It's, I mean, ideally, it's the same thing as Diet Coke, right? It's it does just, taste it's a little different. A, yeah, it, there's but something... it's just, it, what, I'm, what I'm saying is uh, the sugar is... The sugar substitute is is the only thing that's different, right? It is. I think it's different. Uh, to me, if you're going to do it, and I so rarely drink soda these days like that, uh, I, I'll have it more as a dessert. And if I'm going to have it as a dessert, I'm just going to have regular Coke. Uh, the revelation was made Tuesday on uh, the New York Times uh, with a tweet saying, Coca-Cola Zero Sugar is getting a new can design and a new formula. Uh, The remodeled version is rolling out this month per the Washington Post and will reach full distribution in August. But uh, you're you're right, Nick, in the sense that the taste is different. And and that's why I think Chuck likes the Coke Zero more so than the Diet Coke, because to him, at least the Coke Zero, the Pepsi Zero tastes a little bit more like Like regular sugar. Yes. Yeah. And then that's so me to me. That's the success of Diet Dr. Pepper. Oh, is that the, the it? It really approximates the taste of the regular Dr. Pepper, and I I do not like sugar substitutes. I I can't stand. Yeah, like, I hate and, them too. Right, and they're and, too yeah. sweet. They, they either too uh, sweet or too chemical. They're too chemical to my yeah. taste, Kathy. I mean, it's like sweet and low. I've never. Yeah. Liked oh them. yeah, no, no, no. Um, stevia. And, oh, I hate them. And, and Dr. Oh, Mike loves Splenda. it. And I, and he always recommends it. I'm like, I just can't. I yeah, don't like the taste. There's a bitterness to it that, yes. that I just, it no. does not simulate sugar to me. They so. still make equal? I don't yes, know. Yes, they do. A, yeah. yeah. You ever have a uh, soda in a foreign land? Like you ever have? Oh yeah, we're yeah. in London or whatever. I went to New Zealand just to drink soda. Did you? Okay, no. yeah, but it's it, um, it tastes different. It tastes really different. Why? There's some I don't know. I guess in the water or the formula, they put mustard in it. I don't think it's mustard. Um, but there's something radically different about uh, Coke in Europe. Well, same thing with the they, chocolate too. Yeah, well, they'll they'll there are regional tastes that they're they're used to, and there are certain tweaks that they do. In foreign lands. You know what I found popular soda-wise in uh, in Europe is Fanta. Fanta. Yeah, I like yeah. They run commercials for Fanta. Yeah. All Fanta. Yeah. yeah. Um, Case, I think you're right between the difference in Coke Zero and Diet Coke. So Coke Zero is meant to taste like regular Coke. Correct. Oh. Diet Coke has a different taste, and the reason they both taste different is because it's different sweeteners. Right. A la Diet Dr. Pepper. Yes. So that is supposed to take like taste like regular Dr. And Pepper. And it do. It but do. Diet, but Diet Coke does not taste like regular Coke no. at no. all. Right. But so I, I got to the point where I liked Diet Coke. Now, I'm like you, Steve. I don't drink soda anymore. I drink carbonated water yep. quite a bit. But um, I got to where I loved a Diet Coke and hated regular Coke because it was just way too sweet for me. That's but Diet Coke fans are yeah. legion, and they that, yeah. that's all. The, and, and that's uh, many of them. Uh, the people I know who really drink Diet Coke, like, drink it all day. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's there. I, would, I have not had a soda. I can't even tell you how long. Like, it's not even something I would I'm crave or want. Or... I don't find it refreshing. No. Uh, I don't find it uh, thirst-quenching. However, huh. like, I will have a can of of soda, as I said, as a dessert. I, yeah. Years ago, I would do yeah. something like that. But now, I'd rather something else. Yeah. Now, the only time I will branch out, though, is for ginger ale. And bizarrely... I don't consider ginger ale a soda, which mm. it clearly is. Yeah, you know what I yeah, mean. Of course, yeah. something different to me. I, I have about five cans of Canadian Canada Dry. When you were sick this past winter, uh, you talked about having you know ginger is, ale at home and, is, and saltines. Isn't yeah. that just an excuse? Does that really do anything? 
No, but like it's what? Oh, ginger, for, for, like to settle your stomach. I find yeah. it does. Oh, there's ginger in it. I mean, yeah. th- that's what the base ingredient yeah. of ginger ale is, and ginger is known to help settle your stomach. As does Coke syrup. The syrup yeah. itself, supposedly, yeah. Yeah. supposedly, supposedly. <laughs> yeah. But Steve, you say you don't find it refreshing, but I here's the weird thing: is when I get back from a long bike ride, yeah. I've been out on the bike for three right. hours. I Love to have a Diet Coke afterwards. And and at this point, I have slammed so much water and electrolytes and all that. But when I come home and I open up the refrigerator. Well, you're going for the, the sugar. That's what you're going for, right? There's no sugar in what, it. What, what, you having a Coke Zero, you said? No, no, a Diet Coke. Okay. A Diet but Coke. But there is a sweetener like in it. Yeah, but I'm just craving calories. And I know there's zero calories in it. But so I'll just like sometimes I'll come home and there'll be like a plate of bacon. I'm like. And then I grab the. My uh, post-ride bacon. Yeah. <laughs> it's the post-ride whatever sitting out on the yeah, counter, yeah, right? Exactly. Right. Uh, yeah, well, I'm going to go to Bob. It's his. Uh, it's a suit. A um, um, uh, an assumed name he is oh. using here. So, oh. uh, Bob right. works for a local soda you company. Are, you've already said too much. You've already said. Too right. much. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Damn it! I gave it away. Bob will not finish out the day alive. What's, what's up, Bob? No. So, all right. So the different taste in the countries is America's the only company that uses high fructose corn syrup. Mm. Uh, like we like to burn through uh, paper or oil. Right. So if you anything in a regular plastic bottle or the cans is all high fructose corn syrup. If you ever see in the grocery stores, you know, Coca-Cola or the Pepsi in the bigger glass bottles, not the mini six pack glass bottles, but the bigger glass bottles, they say it's from Mexico. That's using real cane sugar. And that's the real, true, original taste of both of the sodas. Back in the, the crazy soda race, if you want to call it that. Coke was the first to switch to the high fructose corn syrup to mass produce it, and that's where the uh, the taste kind of changed. So the high fructose corn syrup versus the real cane sugar mm. is what gives it the different taste. So the one with the real cane sugar then would technically, if you're looking for a healthier option, which I don't Absolutely. know that soda is, yeah. that would be Absolutely. correct. Cane sugar. So why does the United yep. States use high fructose corn syrup? Money. Because they can mass produce oh. it for a lot less money. Using okay. real cane sugar was in driving the cost of all the soda up, and that's where... Coca-Cola at first said, look, the can- the high fructose corn syrup, we can kind of mimic sugar mm. and mass produce more of it. Let me ask you quickly, Bob, The uh, in the case of, of the, um, like a fountain soda, fountain Coke, uh, are we getting regular cane sugar or are we getting the high no. fructose? No, that's high fructose too, but right. I, you've asked too many questions. Uh, you gotta okay. go. Hey, All Bob, right. I got a question for you. I have a friend of mine. He hung up. He's done. He literally literally too up. many questions. Wow. He doesn't want to. What, what do you think he was kidding? Company. Yeah. No, he was I, being tra- He's being followed in another car. He I didn't want f- his voice on too long. Right. Yeah, too long. Now, I have a friend who's who's really trying to find a Coca-Cola refrigerator. I heard so to Agent <laughs> 7 on a ro- local radio show this morning. Eliminate him. Yeah. Uh, no, that friend's not looking for one anymore. Oh, he's not? Yeah, he found a different one. Oh, okay, cool. Okay. Um, Dr. Mike's on the line, though. Oh, oh, oh we, don't have to, we don't have to disguise his voice or no. anything like that. From Fox 29 and Penn Medicine, our good friend, Dr. Mike Cerigliano is on. Hey, Dr. Mike. You know, I, I, you're limited to one question. <laughs> okay, <laughs> just one. One, just one. Now, you know, this is an amazingly important topic to talk about because you, talk, you, you think, well, it's diet, so there's no calories. But there's plenty of data that suggests that even those sorts of drinks with the non-nutritive sweeteners right. like sucralose and you know, all of those things yeah. 
actually uh, makes people eat more. And and mm. so that combined with as Bob, I like Bob. I don't know what happened <laughs> to Bob, but he, you know, the thing is with high fructose corn syrup, there's a lot of concern about obesity and the fact that uh, uh, when when high fructose syrup, uh, high fructose corn syrup came about, uh, we started to see an uptick uh, in, yeah. in weight gain. And, you know, the thing is, to answer your question that you asked Bob, there's two things that are plentiful in the United States, used exercise equipment and corn. All right. So if you can cheaply make a product that tastes sweet and add it, there you go. So high fructose corn syrup or what some people now call corn sugar. That's mm. the that's the phrase. But the look, bottom line is uh, my kids don't drink soda, yeah. and I've tried to get them to go with uh, uh, naturally flavored uh, carbonated stuff and, and uh, drinks like Hint, uh, things like that, that are – there's no artificial sweeteners. Now, you, uh, Steve, you know I'm a Stevia fan. Yes. Uh, it's plant-based as opposed to yeah. uh, uh, a, a laboratory. I just, I just don't. For me, I, I don't, I don't like the taste. Honestly, years ago, soda would, I mean, would have been the thing. My main drink is water, regular water, and I, um, you know, so, so hunting around for a soda that I'm gonna like just seems to be, you know. A waste of time. One time for Jace's birthday, um, so I we don't do soda either, and and I I've got like a flavored water with like a natural oh like clear but it tastes yes so, and and so and it comes in cans like it would a soda and sure all of the kids were opening it up sipping <laughs> it and putting it down I had cans of this flavored water all over my backyard she's the healthy mom wait completely full yeah. it was like one sip out of it I was like yeah that's not gonna work I, but see here's here's the thing if you train your kids. If you get them uh, used right. to high sugar, high salt foods and drink, uh, that that's setting them up. Well, Dr. Mike, you're right. Jace, lo- Jace was the only one drinking the flavored water that I bought, the carbonated <laughs> right. water. You drained them. But he's got a really good mommy. Uh. I mean, you care, and you're setting an example. Dr. Mike. Uh, I, yeah. I have a question about sugars, um, uh, refined sugars, unrefined sugars. Do you know anything about the difference between those and why one is worse for you than the other, maybe? Well, the, the, the more purified, the more highly uh, 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 refined, if you will, um, allows uh, quicker absorption into the bloodstream, making your blood sugar go up and then rapidly go down. And so what happens is it can damage, many people think, damages the lining of the arteries. So you have endothelial damage, if you will. That's why. So here's the typical, like a lot of people, I go to Wawa and I see what they have a large cup of coffee with heavy cream and like three packets of sugar, right? They get a donut and then they might have a cigarette. Now you get on the highway with them and you cut them off. They will kill you. You Why? Because they're all nicotined up, caffeined up and sugar. I mean, it's, you know. So so let let me ask you, Mike. What what is the better? What is the better? If you're going to if you're going to have something sweet, you must have something sweet. Do you go with just the regular sugar or or the the chemical stuff? Because what's the better well, option? I would say uh, granul you know, granulated sugar, sugar in the raw. Okay. Yes, uh, things like, like that. 
Right. Yeah. But but remember that it, 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 sugar in itself, uh, especially if you're trying to control your weight or if you have diabetes uh, or you have uh, any condition like that, you, you want to try to avoid that. And, and, and you guys talk about impossible burger. You know, the more that you go plant-based, the more I think you're going to live longer, yes. have less problems. And the, the more highly processed the food you eat, the more likely you're going to have a problem okay excellent yeah. well we love you mike love Thanks you for the uh the advice we appreciate it i love you all so much <laughs> you have no idea <laughs> we love weekend. you dr mike seriglian love you. Love. he is the love doctor for real you don't need no beatus uh all right let me see how about uh let's go to some other things here you know what? I think Sunday is National Ice Cream Day. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, I know. Ice cream is glorious. It is mm-hmm. a wonderful thing. And there's another example of something that if you're going to do it, stop screwing yeah. around and do it. Do yeah. it. Full-bodied Get the ice real deal. cream. Yeah. Hey, yeah, it looks like it's July 18th. Okay. Do you guys like peanut butter ice cream? I, like vanilla I, ice cream not, with peanut butter ripple? I'm okay with it. I tend to favor the more stock standard Flavors now, like right. you introduced me to Zaz, mm. which is uh, they have a brick and mortar on on Germantown Avenue near me, about a mile away. Which yeah. is convenient. You get the black magic there. Yeah, it's good oh, stuff. Man. So you know, um, but yes, you know, like I uh, dazzle me. Like yeah. I'm, I'm I'm open to all options. My favorite, of course, straight up is though cho- yeah. chocolate. So because I got a couple of different uh, ice cream places that I'll go to down the shore, and they both have uh, banana ice cream. And so what I like to get is. Uh, peanut butter ripple, vanilla peanut butter ripple on the bottom with banana ice cream on the top and a waffle cone. Okay. And it's like, it's, it's, it's such a weird combination. Um, but, but also it. it makes perfect sense to me. Speaking of down the shore, I told Kathy this the other day, <laughs> uh, there's uh there's a wonderful thing. Oh yeah. Wait a second. Uh, you the, can, you can, mm-hmm. you can text the ice cream truck and they will come to you. <laughs> do you, what? do you have a favorite? Do you like, like well, if you text them Monster, and tell them that you uh, want there's, them there's to come mon- by, they will. There's Sorry. Monster Cone, and then there's uh, the Surf and Sunday. Wait, yeah. what's, what's the place you went to that you were you were you, you were nuts for? Well, you, Not that you 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 went to an actual stand. Oh, he it. went to like a Richmond's. Ice oh, cream stand. Uh, Richmond's. Okay. No, Richmond. Is it Richmond? Yeah, oh, Richmond's. Yeah. They so they had the they had the soft serve okay. pistachio ice cream. Right. But I you found out. Text. So so Rochelle and I went. It was like ten o'clock, and we're like, you know, we could go drive around and find the ice cream man. And so we drove around, and we eventually found the, the this yeah. uh, the ice cream. You and, just and drive. You know who walked up behind me? Trish Long. Yeah. Oh, yeah. from her sales is. department. She's like, "You don't live on this street." I'm like, "We were looking for the ice cream man, dude." Steve, it's it's almost like they have lights like an ambulance, so you can see yep. them from blocks and blocks away. Yep. And you just slowly drive down the street, and you look left or right. You see left the flashing right. lights. You see the flashing Shoot out lights. The tires. Yeah. You go to the ice cream. So, so, oh, that's but crazy. he's right. You, you but text anyhow, them. you can text them. You can alert them. Where you are, and the, you want ice cream, how many people are there, and then they'll tell you when they're coming by. They'll cut, they, That's they will pretty put, awesome. They will, dude, it's... So they don't... Goddamn groundbreaking. As, <laughs> as, they, as they travel around, are they playing alerting music? Or oh, yeah, no. yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, oh, are they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, they play music because... Our, our house is across from a hotel, so that's a prime spot to go. Right. And they come in, they play the music, and then, yeah, the whole crowd comes out. <laughs> that yeah. must be a Wildwood thing, because we don't have that. Like, we well, have the then... Fudgy Wudgy Man on the beach. Fudgy um, Wudgy Boz. By the way, there's... the Fudgy Wudgy dude, I, the, and it, if you get the ice cream sandwich, 
Let it sit for a couple minutes. Oh, or dude. you're going to break your you're teeth break trying your teeth. to eat it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I have, think they keep dry ice. Yeah. 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 We have that, and then, you know, there's like the the famous or well-known uh, ice cream shops. But right. We, right. there's no ice cream man, at least, <sighs> so in the places that... They're all that over the place. We need there's to do three that. different ones. So, listen, okay. But I so, have it at... Sorry, Case, Steve, real quick. I have it at home where I can text... Like here in contrast, really? I can text the ice cream man and he'll come by. Interesting. Right. So I, I'll see. I but see. My, Mr. Softy is my is my choice, and 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 he uh, um he'll come by often enough. I haven't I haven't gone to him because I have you know Zaz up the road. But by ice cream man, Kathy, I don't mean they're selling you ice cream sandwiches. It's like, not novelties, dude. You have like. Real Banana good. splits. Yeah, yeah. And just don't understand. That's brownie, brownie, and, and uh, yeah. turtle. You know the 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 the, the turtle combination. The, the, I like yeah. turtles. Uh, they'll make chip witches for you. Yeah, I mean oh, it's like huge huge ice cream. It's, it is not novelty. You're not getting a nutty buddy. You're not getting a fudge sickle. Uh, some of those. Uh, I like turtles. Some of those trucks will have that as well. Uh, but they're doing like it's it's like an ice cream shop on wheels. And so, Kathy, if you're saying that Seattle doesn't have something like that, no, those are if anybody's anymore. listening right now, do this. It is a cash cow. Like, and it, I don't yes. think in Ocean City either. Yeah, it's yeah. Because I mean, listen, you know, you just go to in Ocean City. Everybody goes to the boardwalk. Well, that's what I mean. There's yeah. places that you go, and like, like, okay, we're going out tonight for ice cream. Here's mm-hmm. your place. Surfing Sundays. Surfing Sundays. They're you... the ones that you can text, and they will come to you. You text Surfing Sundays. Do they have soft serve? Yes, we come to you. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. They they make, right. they have soft serve and scoop. Okay. Yeah. And and they, the soft serve, they'll, they'll make these unbelievable creations for you. Um, I'm sorry, but I, the best ice cream is not down the shore. Uh, it is at the Elmwood Park Zoo, and I forget if it was it's Steve or tell. Nick. Who who is that? I, I forget the name. Oh, I know. I know. Every the time we talk about it, I'm telling you, it has. It is the. I would just get plain, and I'm not like a plain vanilla vanilla person. The vanilla but it is, is creamy, so good yeah. that I would just get plain vanilla ice cream. It's it's ice cream, it's really really good. Kathy's right. Uh, besides, what, it's, I, it's an awesome. Is it scoops? No. No. She's doing some research. Yeah, well, so here's Steve. Oh, Petrucci's. Petrucci's. Yeah, they have one in, in Phoenixville. And uh, they're big listeners of the Preston and Steve show, Petrucci's. So uh, next time Kathy's in Elmwood Park Zoo or I'm swinging by in Phoenixville, just remember how awesome the Preston and Steve show is. I have to get out to the zoo, the zoo there again. It's yeah. awesome. Yep, Petrucci's Nick, is, is really good. I just looked on Elmwood Park Zoo's site, and it's Petrucci's Ice Cream Parlor. I'm telling you, it's the shoot. greatest ice cream I've ever had. That's okay. their slogan. You'll shoot. I'm, I'm on board. <laughs> I got to try it. And it's nothing fancy. Well, at least at the Elmwood Park Zoo. It's nothing fancy. It's just ice cream, and it's so good. <laughs> Vanilla is probably my favorite. Yeah. I mean, I, it's, not pistachio. No, pistachio is of the. Come on, See, man. Now, now here's the deal. You're, you're tearing me apart. No, uh, some people <laughs> say, claim that vanilla is not a flavor. That it's just. Oh, a, shut up. Yeah, it is. A yeah. Water has a flavor too, bros. <laughs> no sad. Uh, but pistachio and vanilla, I go back and forth. Uh, sometimes the pistachio turns, and you don't want that. Um, the. Uh, Petrucci's is the one on 23. They have they painted their uh, parking lot pink. Yeah, when you're driving through Phoenixville and you're headed towards like um, mm. out towards uh, past Phoenixville uh, west to Hooterville uh, to mm. Hooterville uh, to Shelbyville yeah. <laughs> on the left hand side they've uh, painted the entire parking lot pink. Okay. Ah, all right. All right, yeah, that's well, good I stuff. I got to try that. Yeah, yeah, so, so Sunday is uh, is National Ice, Cream, ice Cream Day. I'm going <clears> to <throat> celebrate today, tomorrow, and Sunday, and Monday, and uh, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Sounds good to me. All right, uh, do we have time for? Oh, we have to. Just one more quick one. All right, uh, I got to find one that is uh, kind of time sensitive, so that I don't let it sit for a while. How about? Is um, it today National Scallion Day? No, Scallion Day. <laughs> hmm. 
No, uh, but I will tell you. How about this? Um, yeah, go ahead. I'll, I'll marry these two together. So yesterday, I think was National Mac and Cheese Day. Yes, and then to, so National Ice Cream Day is on Sunday. Kraft has done something weird. Uh, they have created a limited edition ice cream flavor, Kraft yeah. Macaroni and Cheese. I saw this, and apparently it's sold out like in record time, right? It was created in with uh, Brooklyn-based Van Leeuwen ice cream, and the product is said to have no artificial flavor preservatives or dyes. In a press release, Kraft noted to create the creamy treat Van Leeuwen churned the familiar cheesiness of Kraft Macaroni and Cheese into their ice cream, uh, made with only a few ingredients. A result, a cool, creamy scoop of ice cream uh, that brings the comforting, nostalgic feel from a warm bowl of Kraft macaroni and cheese. That sounds gross. It, it, yes. You can buy it by a pint, uh, both inside <laughs> Van Leeuwen ice cream stores, primarily located in New York City, Los Angeles, and Houston, or online for $12. Okay, so you know how popcorn is traditionally a salty treat? I've heard. Okay. I know, I know that you like kettle corn, and that's traditionally it. a sweet treat. Yes. Mm-hmm. Is there a sweet version of mac and cheese? Well, and this version of mac and cheese. No, that's ice cream. I'm talking about oh, actual, actual macaronis. Oh. And instead of using like a cheddar or whatever, you use like a cream cheese and make it a sugary treat rather than. Like a mac and cheesecake? Yeah. No. Like it's. Like there's a like, sweet like, flavor what, what, to mac and cheese. What, right. what you're actually okay. putting in your mouth is macaroni. Okay. We used to have there. There used to be a uh, a southern dish uh, called macaroni pie uh, that I used to have, and sometimes it was made a little bit on the sweet side. Okay. Um. And so, but but it definitely had that that yeah. that cheddar cheese heart to it. Yeah. Because what I'm sort of thinking here is is macaroni in general sort of lends itself to maybe uh, having a, a sweetness to it rather than a. a Saltiness. Well, here's something uh, that's like a bread pudding version, I guess, that they called up. Okay. Uh, would, would that we be just something? lost it. There yeah. was a recipe that was up on our monitor um, that was a dessert mac and cheese type of thing, but I, I it's don't. It's back up, Chris. Uh, it says, similar to bread pudding or rice pudding, dessert macaroni and cheese has a starchy base held together by a baked custard. Yeah. Okay. No, the idea came uh, one day. Everybody loves it. When this person <laughs> I'll try it. I will. Said, uh, I figured someone must have made this already, and I guess they hadn't. So I'll uh, just have another dessert. <laughs> like, I, don't, I don't need a mac and cheese dessert. There's plenty of other dessert options. No, there me are. and my textures, rice pudding and bread pudding, Oh, no. Oh, oh, my God. I love bread pudding. Oh, my God. Bread bread pudding. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Ew, it's like... What? I the Desmond. Not get it. Get it at so the Desmond. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay, mm. what, do you, what do you think about, like, uh, tiramisu? No. Really? Okay. No. You know why? Because it's mushy. Mm-hmm. It's that it's that that bottom has been soaked. How about trace leches? You probably oh, don't like God, either. Dear God. Oh my God! So here's you know, the deal: some of the yummiest you know, stuff ever made. I, I feel Kathy milk. on 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 milk. the texture thing, but I, I gotta say, no. When it comes to bread pudding, I love it. Trace leches, I love it. <laughs> uh, like yes. So there's some things I can handle. Like avocado, I'm not a big fan of now. You know, See, I used to love I it. But I love, I love avocado, so oh, I'm okay with that texture. Mm. What was the most mushrooms? leches? By the way, we we talked about this yeah. a few weeks back. No uh, mushrooms, Preston. How many leches is the most leches as far as cake is concerned? Because we, we we knew that there was a quattro leches, and I think that there was a cinco leches. I don't know. Okay, Preston. What, even I had um, I got a coffee yesterday afternoon, and I put I accidentally put too much cream in it. Oh. I could I had to dump it. Wow! Like it, the milk. It, I oh mean, I like. What the hell? What? It, I'm talking about half and a half. Prom night. Yeah. Reminds me of prom night. What the hell is that? 
Steve, do you know this brand, this Van Leeuwen's brand? It's a New York one. Yeah, I've never yes. heard of them before. It, it is a a, uh, a a pretty revered Looks brand. Good. I've never it had it, um, but it's one of, you know, they, we are so um, blessed with great ice cream places and things of this nature where you have these, uh, you know, in the family traditional. Yeah. Like, like you know, look at Bassett's, Bassett's which we, we made millions of dollars <laughs> off of. Uh, <laughs> make a penny. <laughs> Hang on, I'm going to go to Nicole. She wants to comment on the mac and cheese uh, dessert sweet thing. Hi, Nicole. Good morning. Good morning. Ed. What's good morning, up, Ed. Nicole? Well, okay. So about the mac and cheese. Uh, a little while back, my husband got it into his head. Hey, Nicole. Real quick, let me stop you. You sound really muffled. Is, is your oh. m- mouth away from the phone? No. How about now? All right. Try it again. Go ahead. Okay. So a little while back, my husband got it into his head that he wanted to make mac and cheese from scratch, like make the cheese sauce from scratch. Um, so it's fine. That's been laudable goal and everything. But I can't understand her. She, she, she said she put the robot bowl in the scratchator. Oh, <laughs> yeah, Nicole, it sounds really muffled for some reason. But um, the scratchator was full. I, I think she's here. All right, what, so, what? Hold on, hold on. Let yeah, me, yes. Hang on a second. It says on the monitor that he tried to make a cheese sauce. He put sugar in it. Now we will be able to tell. Was it good or not, Nicole? No. Okay, so she says no. no. Thank you. No. Thank you, Nicole. That's all we're going to get. No, don't do it. Yes. Uh, and then one last thing. Let me go to Rebecca here. Rebecca, good morning. Hi, good morning, Gadzooks. Gadzooks. What's up, Rebecca? So I actually wanted to tell you about a really yummy pasta dish, a sweet dish that my mom makes um, for for Jewish holidays. It's a traditional Jewish dish called noodle kugel. Oh, kugel. Oh, kugel, yes. Kugel, kegel? Yes. Yeah, no. It is. It's absolutely delicious. It is actual pasta noodles, and I'm not sure of the ingredients, so please don't quote me on this. But it's it's very sweet. It has, like, egg and some sort of cream and sugar, and it almost becomes, like, sort of custardy. I I think I've had it. Yeah. I've had it many times. But but I've had Bad Kugel, too. Yeah. Okay. That's a good band name. (laughs) Bad Kugel. Bad Kugel. Well, you haven't had my mom's, okay? <laughs> I know everybody says my mom, their mom's is the best, but um, it is literally so delicious. And you, you bake it in the oven, and it's warm, and it's got cinnamon on top. Right. And, um, it's, yeah, it, it's... It's, oh, I, I, I want no, good Kugel. Is, I it, did like Kugel. It, it is. It can be good. My, my our neighbor Marlene made it one time, and I almost puked though. Oh. Preston, you so you grew up in a predominantly Jewish area, mm-hmm. so you must have had some good access to some quality Kugel. Yeah, my absolutely. my my, uh, my uh, neighbors growing up, Randy Kostanowitz, his mom used to make. Like, really good kugel. Okay. Marissa? All right, Casey, I want to turn you off from trying to find sweet mac and cheese. And <gasps> I want to dare what you, you to try. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, well, we can talk about that in a second. <laughs> but um, I want you to try this new trend of turning macaroni or little pastas into chips. Have you seen that on TikTok? No. Oh, so yes. People yeah. put, like, noodles in an air fryer. Oh, okay. And then you dry them out, and then they I've turn seen pasta chips. chips. Okay, yeah. hang on. Do exactly. you have to cook them first? In, yeah, do you have to boil them and nope. then... Nope. No, no, you just put them with olive no oil. And in fact, uh, Acme on their Instagram page uh, posted a recipe of how to do it in the oven without Marissa, an air fryer. I'm going to be at Acme today in Flower Town. Oh, make some. Oh, is, is that where you can go? You'll be there from for 12 to noon. 12 to noon. Marissa posted a picture of mac and cheese yesterday, and I stayed on her page and zoomed in and looked at all. It looked so delicious. Oh, it was like a mac and cheese 
board uh-huh. for National Mac and Cheese Day where people took like every single one of the um, Kraft Mac and Cheese, the Acme brand, oh. the Annie like Cheddar. Oh, yeah. And made like a little circle of it and you can just scoop off it your thing. so good. That's I've a kind, neat idea. I've kind of done this before. Yeah. When I've had multiple boxes, and you just like do a little taste test of all the ones. Oh, so it's a little smorgasbord. You ever mix them? You ever mix two different kinds together? No, but and I cook them that way. I've seen that done, Ooh, no. like shells and mac yeah, and, and yeah, elbow yeah, macaroni I do like cheese, that. but from different brands. Yeah, oh, that's fun. I, you know what I really do love? I love when they they'll they'll put um uh, when they put uh, ground beef in it, and, mm-hmm. and and real. I like it. At yep. that point, I like it cooked to crispness. I like salsa in my uh, that oh. as well. Cheese, that is well, pretty tasty. Yes. I like having a little topping bar. I have, That's good too. Yeah, like um, yeah. everything seasoning. I have this great truffle hot sauce that tastes really good on it. Okay, so Ooh. each little bite can have different yeah. ones. Oh, you can man. even have like a little yeah. bit of chicken or you know bacon bits and stuff like that. You Not can for you, Marissa. Make some yeah. truffle mac and cheese while you watch Pig tonight. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, anyhow, National Ice Cream Day on Sunday, and it was National Mac and Cheese Day the other day. All right, that's all we have time for today in the Connoisseur, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah that's it. All right, let's take a quick break and come back, and we will get you some bizarre file stories. Make sure you stay close. Also, we're going to have comedian Luanell, uh, Lu- uh, who's going to be here in the studio. Great. Uh, she's going to be at Helium Comedy Club, so we'll get to her around 9. Be back in a moment. Get social with Preston and Steve and WMMR. Facebook, Twitter, you know, the usual places. The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant Krista. She's Stephen's most loved engagement ring and will dazzle. She takes the stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring. A bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant diamond in a classic solitaire setting. Meet Krista today, starting at under $700. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut by appointment only. Free shipping and interest-free financing. It's so easy. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's I hate stevensinger.com. The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant Krista. She's Stephen's most loved engagement ring and will dazzle. She takes the stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring. A bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant diamond in a classic solitaire setting. Meet Krista today, starting at under $700. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut by appointment only. Free shipping and interest-free financing. It's so easy. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. I'd like to do a couple of shout outs here real quick. Yeah. You guys don't mind? Excuse me. I just had a, I just ate an apple and I'm all burpy. Uh, let's see. This is from, uh, who the hell is this from? <laughs> Brian Ting- Tinges. I think that's how you say his name. Uh, he said, I want to thank you everything you guys did for the small businesses with the Love You Help You line. Uh, my brother-in-law... Um, called and we were able to get on the air. I don't know how many teams we were able to get from it, but I'm sure at least one team. So thanks for that again. So what he's talking about is the shout out is for Battle on the Beach. Uh, so his Battle on the Beach oh. partners. So it's, is it a flag football thing? I think that's what it was. Yep. Yeah. Nice. Well, it's coming up or wait. Oh, it already happened. Yeah. It's how was last it? weekend? It was excellent, man. (laughs) Anyhow, the shout-out is for uh, Denise uh, Tinges, uh, Debbie Patella, John Patella as well. So a shout-out. And that is from Brian for all the hard work you guys did. Sorry I was late on that. Uh, This one is from uh, Amy Siebold. Uh, She says she's with the charity Bringing Hope Home. We know that charity very, very well. Good one. Uh, Says here, Preston Casey of uh, both golfs and our Divine Nine outing the past years. You guys have... 
uh, had our founder Paul on your show before to help promote our events. We financially support families uh, with cancer in the tri-state area, and I'm working uh, writing for a request. Uh, Shout out for the best grocery store chain in the Philadelphia area, Acme Markets. Yes. And the reason being, she said, over the past few years, they've done the uh, We're Bringing Hope Home, uh, where they do the register campaign where you uh, can, you know, uh, add a little bit more to your, you can round up your money. Uh, And she said, the campaign usually raised about $200,000. We recently found out the 2021 campaign raised $580,961. And he said, we're having an in-store check presentation and celebration on Tuesday the 20th at the Ridley Acme store in Delco, which is the store that raised the most money. That's excellent. Uh, So Amy wanted a shout out to Acme. And Steve will be in the Flower Town Acme today for a charity event. Same thing, Preston. So that's what they're doing. They're doing the roundup thing for Big Brothers Big Sisters. Mm. So you come out, make a purchase, and do that, and help out Big Brothers Big Sisters uh, do the wonderful work they do. Steve will be there from noon to two today. Yes, from twelve to <laughs> from twelve, 12 <laughs> no. to noon. Noon to Stop two. Stop saying that. You're going to confuse <laughs> people. Noon to two. Right after the show, I'm going to head on over, and I'll be happy to see you. Love to see you. And the love you help you line. I want to mention again that you can submit if you have a business that needs a little of assistance uh 484-434-1333 is a number but i got an email from uh tim radecki says i want to reach out and say thank you for featuring our comic book super bud on your love you help you line uh we create and write the comic series and handle the production and distribution of the comics ourselves we're currently using kickstarter to raise the capital to print the book i'm sure our project wasn't exactly what you guys imagine when you created the love you hate uh, hate you line but uh, or love you, help you line, but uh, probably as a small business, we're as small as a small business can be. Uh, you guys do so much for this city, and it's really appreciated. Thank you again. It's really cool to hear myself on the radio and be connected with the shows, providing me with so much entertainment over the years. So that's uh, from Tim Radecki. So I thought that was just nice. And then this is a. Let me see if I have any other short outs that I'm going to miss. Uh, no, uh, here's a short out I want to send to uh, Mark Fenton. Uh, who sent us some nice gifts this morning? He really did. Yeah, I had mentioned his. Uh, he had sent an email the other day, and he has this on in a shop all the time. It's called Handmade Art Studios, and he sent us these really cool uh, cups. These co- these uh, they're not Yetis, but they're, they're similar to that. You know, a, a yeah. coffee mug or whatever. I had my coffee this morning in it. It's and great. They're engraved with our logo, and mine says Preston's cup on it. And then we all got ours. Mine uh, says not not Preston's cup. Not Preston's no, cup. No, it says Steve's no. cup. Uh, so thank you. And he sent us all these really cool coasters and things. So I appreciate it. So that's a shout-out for Mark over there. I think that's the second shout-out we've given him. Mm. So there you go. All right. And uh, let's see. One last one. Hey, bitches, I just got out of the shower. Can we forget about the moose for a moment? Yeah. And send a shout-out <laughs> to my lovely wife, Faith. Oh, my God, I love her. I, I love you and her. I love you. Uh, John from Newcastle, that ain't you. Anytime is fine is what he wrote. So, John, there you go. There's the shout out. You add one? Yeah, I want to give a shout out to anybody who donated to Team WMMR Rock and Rollers yesterday. I posted a photo of me naked on a tricycle. Uh, two questions that need to be answered. That is not my tricycle. That is Preston's wife's tricycle. Yes. Uh, that is also not my garage floor. That is Preston's garage floor. There were a lot of comments. Can we Preston still- loved uh, people loved your red epoxy garage. Floor. Pretty cool. Isn't yes. it? Very yeah, nice. It's now, really cool. did anybody ask? So, well, okay. let me clarify. Okay. So, that's my wife's tricycle. It's a nice tricycle, by the way. Casey put bubble wrap on the seat before he sat on it. Yeah, fully yeah. naked. Yeah, and then I threw the bubble wrap away. All right, good right. question. Yes. Can you still donate? You can still right. donate. Listen, the ride isn't for another month and a right. half. Uh, but I'm trying to collect as much funds, and uh, there is a. 
a friendly little uh, competition between my team and Greg Murphy's team, and Deanna Durante is on Greg Murphy's team, so I'm just trying to do whatever I can. It's a wonderful cause. You yeah. put your heart and soul into it. I'm going to donate, and, and and I encourage everyone else to donate. And I, a funny thing here, though, you mentioned about this Instagram post, which is very tastefully done, yes. and yet you were taken down, right? Yeah, so I don't know if Instagram has like some sort of algorithm or... or That's what they all say. Or, or if somebody complained about it, but right. they took it down. I got an alert that it was taken down. I asked for a review. Uh, I won the review. They they put it back up. And, and listen, there was a direct result. I raised over $600 after posting that picture. Come on. Greg Murphy, they, they're trying to challenge. They put a picture of him in a Phillies suit. Uh, no, no. Right. So I, I got another picture coming today. Oh. Uh, and that is uh, hopefully going to raise more money for the Families Behind the Badge Children's Foundation. Real quick, I, of course, I hope you kick Greg's ass and yeah. Durante's uh, ass. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you do deserve, you deserve it. But uh, uh, Greg is working for the Phillies again, and it's so great. I got yes. to listen to uh, him broadcast the game last weekend. It's phenomenal to hear him on the radio and to be uh, – because there, there was all sorts of weird stuff that happened with the pandemic last year. So he wasn't working for the team, but now he's working for the team again, and it was awesome to hear him. I love Greg Murphy. Nice. All right, we got to do the Bizarre yeah. Bizarre. WMMR presents – Kristen and Steve's Bizarre About a half hour late with it, sorry. So uh, it's brought to you by Horizon Services Summer Plumbing Saving Sales here. You can save it $200 on select plumbing services, plus a free inspection of your water heater or garbage disposal with any plumbing service. Visit horizonservices.com. Uh, police in Louisiana say Justin Pope was arrested Tuesday for allegedly stealing a ring that belonged to his girlfriend, Samantha Butch, and then... He pawned it to get money to buy her an engagement ring. Oh, Oh my God. He stole her ring, pawned it to buy her an engagement ring. The Uh, guy's in love. So... Here's the interesting thing. It happened thing. It happened back in 2019, and it's not clear why he was only recently arrested for it. Uh, police say Pope returned to the pawn shop two weeks later for the ring, valued at almost $4,500, but it had already been melted down for scrap. Oh, wow. It was all <laughs> for naught. Police say a man in boxers who was holding two Mountain Dew cans and a shovel was taken into custody after trying to stab a driver. Officers were He's called. He's in boxers holding two cans of soda and holding a shovel. That is correct. And he was trying to stab the driver. <laughs> Officers. I'm having a bad day. Were called for reports of a man running and screaming. Uh, police. Ah! <laughs> police say they searched the area and found 32 year old Joshua. You Talon. want a soda? Uh, running in his boxers toward the police department while carrying two Mountain Dew soda cans and a spade shovel. Officers learned that uh, Talon had sliced his neck and throat with a kitchen knife. I didn't uh, do a good job. A passerby told officers he was driving by and saw Talon running down the middle of the road covered in blood. Listen, uh, I'm due back in court. I'm prosecuting a case later on. The drive said he slowed, driver said he slowed down to help Talon, but uh, Talon tried to stab him through the open window. That's not good. Uh, the driver said he tried to drive away from Talon to avoid being stabbed, and Talon struck the side of his vehicle and damaged it. So he's been arrested. <laughs> Uh, Never trust someone who is rude to the waiter. Yes. Uh, A Massachusetts restaurant shut down for most of a day last week in order to give all its workers a break from customers. Brandy Castellano, who owns Apt Cape Cod with her spouse, said the restaurant would close for most of the day on July 8th so that they could deep clean and so the employees could enjoy a day of kindness. She posted on the restaurant's Facebook page uh, the announcement about the temporary closure and included... 
Please remember that many of my staff are young. This is their first job or summer job to help pay for college. And I guess people were just being jerks to them. It's not uh, nice. No, no. no. Uh, she noted that the pandemic-related shortages were still in effect and the business was adjusting to the change in business. So back off. And keep that in mind in general. A lot of places are understaffed, so, you know... Kind of cut some slack when you can. A postal worker is behind bars after police say she used a screwdriver to stab the postmaster at the Hernando Post Office in uh, Mississippi. Across the street, there was a guy holding two cans of sodas. Right. I found my woman. (laughs) Uh, Police said Tamika uh, Lachey-Scott stabbed the victim multiple times in the post office at 9 a.m. By 6 p.m., the victim had been released from the hospital. Investigators hadn't said what may have sparked the attack but said that afterwards, Scott walked to her car in the back of the parking lot and tried driving away. Her fellow employees reportedly blocked her until the police could arrive. Just uh, for that, I'm not shipping your package. When a TV crew knocked on her listed address, a woman answered the, and told the crew to get the off, uh, get the F off their front porch. <laughs> Scott is being held on a $100,000 bond and is charged with aggravated assault to manifest extreme indifference to life. And we will, uh, you know, all right, we'll do one more story. One more. Nice. One more, yeah, because this is a good one. Uh, you guys may have seen this, but after 24 years of heartache and searching, a Chinese couple were reunited with their son who was abducted as a toddler outside of their front gate. Yes. Uh, Guo Gantang, Gangtang and his wife, Zhang Wang, uh, hugged their 26-year-old son with tears in their eyes Sunday at a reunion organized by police in their hometown. Uh, the story of their reunion after uh, Guo, I don't know how you pronounce the name, G-U-O, Guo? Yeah, let's go with that. Guo crisscrossed China by motorcycle, searching for his son and became an activist who helped police return other missing children to their parents, prompted an outpouring of uh, uh, public sympathy and condemnation of abductions. It's an inspiring story. Guo, who was two and a half years old, was grabbed by a woman and her boyfriend uh, who took him northwest. And that's that's Guo Xinjian. From there, he was sold to a couple in central China. Abductions are pretty regular. Uh, Police experts found uh, Guo in June by searching databases for images of people who looked like he might as an adult. His identity was confirmed by a DNA test. Uh, The woman and her boyfriend, Tang and Hu, were caught and confessed to trafficking three boys, and they've yet to stand trial, but they could face up to the death penalty. By the way, the father, who's now 51, started his search by carrying a flag with his son's photo uh, and details on it behind him on a motorcycle that he would drive. And uh, he wrote on a social media account that he wore out 10 motorcycles riding through 30 of China's 34 provinces and regions. He never gave up. It's amazing. Well, they but many decades were robbed from them because oh, yeah. of these lunatics. Yeah, but uh, they were but, yes. but after of constant searching, we're able to track them down. And that is what I have in uh, the bizarre file. Let's take a break. Come back in just a moment, and uh, we'll get in some other stuff. Stay with us. The Preston and Steve Small Business Love You, Help You line. Sparks Industries has all of your landscaping and hardscaping needs. Conveniently located in Doylestown and Jamison, Pennsylvania, we are family owned and operated for over 35 years and we're happy to be your landscaping supplier. Call us today at 215-345-4481 and follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Sparks Industries. Thank you. Next message. Does this sound like you? I have no rhythm. I know I can't learn to dance. I have two left feet. Then come to Ballroom by Bill, where we'll teach you all left-footed steps. We will show you that learning to dance is fast, fun, and easy. Ballroom by Bill is conveniently located in Newcastle, Delaware on Route 13. Give us a call today at 302-388-7661. 
800-340-4040 for a complimentary lesson. Put a little fun in your life. Try dancing. The Love You, Help You line. Shop local because small business needs our help. Find out more at PrestonAndSteve.com. 93.3 WMMR. Putting Philly first. Sponsored by DellAutoGroup.com, where Jack really does sell them for less. So this weekend, going back to the the Dorothy song, uh, Dark Nights, uh, we're doing here at MMR what's called the Super Segway Weekend. And so it's going to be double shots every hour that feature a pair of songs that are linked together somehow by some sort of wordplay. And so Casey, when we were off air, was like, so we're playing this song from Dorothy. What would be the Super Segway that would go along with it? The song is called Dark Night. So I was thinking like, you know, light my fire or, you know, because it was dark and then light is what I was thinking. Yeah. But then Casey uh, played, he goes, well, what about this song? And he goes, go ahead and hit it. Yeah. And I'm like, Africa. I don't see no. Africa, Dark Nights. I don't see how that works. Uh, and then he goes, Dorothy and Toto. Ah. That's a good one. That- is a clever segue right there. That's a good one. I like that a lot. Dark Star you had played a little bit of, right? Didn't you? Or did I hear you playing it? Mm. The Stephen Crosby Sills Dash? No. All right. No, what did I play? Uh, Maybe I misheard. There are other ones that I thought, okay, what about like, okay, so Dark Nights and then you have something like this, which is uh, The Light by Disturbed. Okay, so you got Dark and Light. Uh Uh-huh. So if you're matching Dark Side of the Moon... Well, they need to kind of be opposites. So it they, must be opposite. It's kind of a, 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 a tongue-in-cheek. Yeah, I gotcha. Okay. Because so, so that's a little more fun to play around with than, than just similarities. So do we have the long version of this in the in the system? Uh, yeah, this is Preston, the seven you know, minute wor- version. Don't you feel let down when you hear the shortened version yeah, of the when song? It fades out. Yeah. Absolutely. So a couple other examples, the ones that have been using in the promo for the Segway Weekend are like um Sweet Child of Mine and um oh, what was the other one? Oh, Old a, man? a sour girl oh. from uh from oh, great. Uh, from uh, uh, Stone Temple Pilots. Yes. And then another one was uh, King Nothing and Killer Queen. Uh, yes. So they're, they're, King and Queen. So, so the songs are kind of playing off of that. It was funny because it started off as sort of a, an interesting conversation that Connor was having with Pierre off air. And Pierre was playing the new Offspring song, Let the Bad Times Roll. And Connor's like, we should play Let the Good Times Roll by the Cars. And, that, and then that conversation led to another conversation where we were thinking there are a lot of songs like this that happen throughout rock history. And so... Um, there are connections with. All, I'm really looking forward to it. I no, submitted very, a few, and, and so it's it's just another cool weekend to to tune into MMR. <clears throat> what did you? Anything come to mind that you submitted? Well, there, there's. I did it. Um, that were songs that were kind of related. So, uh, Sweet Home Alabama and uh, Southern Man, uh, Leonard Skinner's right. uh, response to Neil Young's Southern Man. Hmm. Uh, and then there's a song called. Oh, okay, because. They're mentioned. Yes. Uh, Neil Young is mentioned right. in, in Sweet Home Alabama. It's basically a sequel. And Southern Man kind of rips, and, and right. that, that's why they do it. Okay, I Southern see that connection. Man. Although yeah. apparently the both artists liked each other. Like, there was no actual rivalry. Wow, right. oh, really? Yeah, and then... Oh. Um, uh, they, yeah, they, they went to Pat's Chili Dogs together. Yeah, they were... Uh, well, Cinderella <laughs> introduced them to it. The... Um, uh, Blind Melon's greatest hit, uh, biggest hit was um, No Rain, and that's a, in that video, there's a little girl who dances like a bee, dressed up like a bee. And Pearl Jam came up with a song called Bee Girl, 
And it was sort of in response to that. And it was like, uh, you got to be a little girl. Don't try to be too famous. This kind of thing. So it was just um, That's a segue. response to Blind Melon's hit. Yeah, By I the like way, that. Uh, past Chili Dogs you mentioned, I, I do want to acknowledge this. So Jeff Labar, Labar from uh, Cinderella passed away. Right. Day. His brother Jack um, had emailed me and oh. thanked us. Uh, for mentioning that, and I heard Sarah and Jackson. I know that uh, Pierre did as well. From yeah, oh yesterday, and, and he wanted to acknowledge that uh, even though he was a member of Cinderella, he was not in the Patch Chili Dog commercial. Okay, oh, all right. Jeff Labar was not in the Patch Chili Dog, so it must have been earlier on, probably yeah. in their careers. They were just starting to break. He's probably. Maybe. A Last Stand fan and just refused to be. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. I didn't ask for the details on that. So, all right. So, anyhow, the Super Segway weekend is happening, uh, and it starts today, right? Or maybe tomorrow. It's going to be a it's lot more weekend. fun than you might think. So, yeah, uh, you know, come up with some ideas. Speaking of music, Kathy, you had a question about some live performances or something you've seen <laughs> lately at Target. What? What is this? Yeah, I don't know. So, um, it started. Uh, during the pandemic, and I guess it's continuing, it's these performers that are in the Target parking lot at the Metroplex. Um, they might be in front of some other stores, but I've only seen them no. in front of Target. You mentioned this, and you mentioned this re- br- briefly last night, and that the same thing that happened to me when I was actually looking for badminton rackets because <laughs> I went to, I went to Dick's Sporting Goods. I figured, okay, they're going to yeah. have it, but right. they're, they're not gone. there. Yeah. <laughs> So, but as I'm walking up, to, so maybe Target has some some stuff they like don't that. Have badminton rackets at Dicks? No, no, Dicks, no, Dicks wasn't, wasn't there. there. Dicks moved. Oh, yeah. and Steve didn't be. know. Yeah. Okay, all right. So I'm like, sorry. There, there was there was no there was no Dicks. There was no um, Dicks. And so I uh, I'm walking up, Preston, and I'm hearing this this beautiful chamber music. It and sounds like, nice, right? It's like it's not over a sound system. That sounds live. And I was looking around, Kathy, and I was and I could not determine where it was coming from. It was clearly being played by someone live. And then you said you had this experience. Yes. Yeah, so um, they set up in different spots. I've seen them in different spots, but all in that Target parking lot. Um, there's different guys that come out, uh, but they are all playing the violin to like a track. Um, but I'm, you know, immediately yeah. I'm like, all right, is this a scam? What What is right. this? But like, he was playing. Like, no, and it, was it was good. good. Yeah. And I was like, oh my god. And so during the pandemic, I was like, this is. Like, it was, like, nice. You know what right. I mean? Because you were you're stuck in your house, and when you went to the store, you're all wrapped right. in disinfectant and masks, and, like, you can't see anybody. You're talking. Right. So it was, like, kind of nice. It was the, it kind of gave off, like, a nice little atmosphere when you were walking into Target. So do we think this was, is all the time? Well, they're asking for money. They, oh. So he was he was busking? Yes. Okay. They, they have signs, okay. um, and most of them say, I have, I'm trying to fe- basically support my family. I'm a performer. Okay. And, like, during the pandemic, it was saying, I'm a performer. There's nowhere to perform, so I've come here. Um, and I saw people leave, you know, like, uh, one guy comes with his family, so the right. kids sit out there with him. And, like, I saw people bring out diapers and some oh. baby food, and there was some so older what, kids. Where were brought- they? Because as I'm walking across the parking lot... It was loud enough where I'm looking around, yeah, so, but I could never determine where exactly it was coming from. So if you're facing Target in the Plymouth Media Metroplex, where are they? So if you're facing Target, the majority of the time I've seen them over to the right between Target and Saks, okay. uh, off Saks. But right. yesterday, he was over to the left, all the way almost between Target and that um, furniture, furniture store. store. Yeah. yeah. Huh. Okay, and it's classical music. Um, no, so so the, the I guy, heard classical, yeah, like like really good classical. music. The guy yesterday was doing classical, um, but the, there's another guy who comes out and he'll do. Um, he was doing Coldplay when I was there, okay. and, and that's what caught playing my the ear. violin. Yes, or, okay. it could have actually been Coldplay. They haven't been touring for a while. <laughs> well, that's what caught my ear because I was like, oh, I started like singing on. Like, 
I know this song. <laughs> okay. And then when I came out, I forget he was playing something else that I knew. But I yeah. think it was uh... Uh, Charlie Daniels. Yeah. Well, hang on. We got a lot of calls coming in. Let me go to. Uh, I'm going to go to Rich. Hey, Rich, you're on the air. Good morning. Good morning. What's up, Rich? Uh, yeah, I've seen them uh, in a couple different places. Sometimes it's a mother with three kids and a baby stroller. Um, are they playing music? I, uh, they play music and they have signs. And uh, a couple people have mentioned on on social media that there's no strings on the violin. Yeah, there's several so, texts coming no in saying way. that this is a scam. That the, so that's that, what, that, that police officers have had to um, go to ah. a, a few different targets. There are a lot of texts coming in saying that this is a scam. Okay, so, so, where, so, is, where's the mu- so where's the music well, coming so, from? So that is what I was wondering. I, and I looked at the guy Thanks, yesterday. Rich. And, I Nick, I didn't even think to look at the strings on the violin. <laughs> but, I mean, he was go- like he looked like he was playing. And that- so she said there was a track playing. Yes, right. And so some playing. people will play as, with a track as an accompaniment. And then right. they play live. So, but I will say, hold on. So when somebody he was, comes he was by, blown away. But when somebody comes by and hands them something, they stop playing, and and the violin stops. So there, if if there is no, if there are no strings, there's something that is right. You know what? There are I no remember, strings I remember, attached. Now I remember like kids' instruments that we had, and when you would simulate strumming or whatever, they get the instrument would play, the guitar would play, and the backing track. Would continue. Th- would continue, yeah, but when you would stop happening. strumming, the backing track would continue, uh, and, and the guitar part would stop. Yeah, well, and, and so listen, this is, that it might be something like that. Well, maybe this Kathy, is, if they're saying that there's a multiple, oh, he's, he was saying across, all over Delco, perhaps there are some who can play, and perhaps there's just some who are just it's well, all that's, over the that's area. What, that's what I'm wondering because I I oh. didn't see them until the pandemic, at least in this Target parking lot. They are not. At least I've never heard or seen them being asked to leave, and they're out there. A lot. So, so you've got you got, you got the caller in Delco, you in, in Montgomery County. Let's go to Bob in the Northeast. Hey, Bob, good morning. Good morning, everyone. How's everybody doing? Good. Good morning to you. What's up, bud? Hey, guys. Yeah, Kath, up in the, I live up in the Northeast, and it, one of those guys is up in our area in the Shoprite parking lot about a year ago during the COVID situation. And he, the only problem, it was enjoyable, but it got very loud. It was very loud. It is loud. Bit. But he was and, faking it? Uh, yeah, and it's like they ask him for food, whatever. I give him a few bucks and everything, but you know you feel bad for him. But you wonder, like, you know, what's really going on? But you know, you help out where you can. You well, know? And exactly, because there, there are guys who stay. You know, the guys who'll open the door for you, and you'll give them a few bucks, or even I, I, like I there's the Wawa on Germantown Avenue. Thanks. There's people out in front that I'll give, and they don't even need to be pretending to play the cello. I'll still give them money. But uh, yeah, this is so. This must be a new thing because. It is since the, all the I'm calls probably, are coming and people seeing it all over the place. Well, at least at least at, at this target during the pandemic is when it was new. But but that was my immediate thought was, is this for real? He looks like he's playing, but is it a scam? And the what? fact that this is coming in, I'm like, okay. What if you have a sign that says, "I'm not really playing," and you know, and they're Please just out me. there entertaining? Wow, well, air guitar. You can still yeah give them some money, air violin. You know what I mean? But yeah. but if they're really pulling the wool over your eyes and and you think they're actually playing, but I will say that's, that the that's maj- a bit of a scam. The majority of the people that come out of Target are handing them something. Like I did see somebody hand them money yesterday, right. but like over 
the, t- the times that I've seen them out there, people are handing them something that they've purchased in Target for What them. if they in- reenact scenes from, like, uh, A Few Good Men and you have them out there, <laughs> Preston, right? I mean, but here's Someone says, uh, bas- somebody had said, uh, I saw someone with a cello uh, without a backing track uh, playing at Home Depot the other day. So maybe a few are legit. Yeah. I don't know. I mean. Right, like, if they're if they're real mu- uh, musicians and they're playing, I have no problem tipping them. No, and to, well, listen, if someone's in, in dire straits and I see kids, I... My mindset is I will donate from my heart, and I'm doing it with the with the good intentions. If they're not using the money yeah. and they're using it for for their own thing, that's on them. But I'm going to try to help. I'm going to Mike uh, J. Mike, good morning. Good morning. What's up, buddy? So I actually work at one of the stores that they sit out front of and play. I, I'm over in uh, Havertown, and they don't play any of the violin. It's actually all a pre-recorded track yeah. that wow. plays. And they mimic playing it. Wow. wow. Okay. All right. And how often are they there? Um, they were there. I want to say every day for. I want to say at least two or three weeks in a row until the police had to get them kind of off the property because they took it as soliciting. Yeah. Several people have texted in saying that this one in Havertown, the police have had to show up more than once. Wow. So Mike, like over at the Target, to what Kathy was saying, it actually was a nice thing as I was walking across the parking lot. I just never saw anybody, and that's. I was. I thought they were pumping, you know. It's like when when they set up the Christmas trees and they play the holiday music yeah. and they have a PA system out there. I'm like, thanks, Mike. Okay, something must be going on. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I saw somebody outside of a Staples and they had a piano. As it turns out, it was a player piano. They weren't actually playing. So uh-huh, yeah, yeah, you got to move. Big um, time. Yeah, that's fun when you can sit down and pretend like you're playing and it's a player <laughs> piano. You're like, Dude, I am rocking. My friend has one of them, and I oh, put really? I put Jace in front of it, and I was like, pretend like you're playing. And then I said this to everybody. I was like, his piano lessons are coming along. <laughs> <way."> so good. <laughs> I love uh, it. Wow, well, this is okay. m- much more widespread huh, than yeah. I figured when you were telling me about it. This is all over the day. Our phone lines are completely lit up. All the texts yeah. are going crazy. I, so and, I the, and they're yeah. all saying that it's Huge. not real, that, they're, yeah. that they are not... So I'm really gonna go play over. the instruments. I yeah. want to go over though next time I see him and, and see if there's strings on the. So violin. what about if you're if you if it's not music then it moves into stand up comedy and you have like um, right. Seinfeld bit playing and, and the person with and the, the microphone <laughs> lips walking around. You know what, that'd be great, wouldn't it? Parents. Yeah, what's up with this hardware store? <laughs> um, uh, well, I would like. I'm glad you brought this up because I I need to play this for somebody. I've been showing Casey. Um, I, there's a. Um, uh, an Instagram account I follow. It's called uh, Sick Musicians. Sick, sick, sick. Musicians are sick. And I came across this one short video, it was a little like thirty second video of this girl singing a song, and she's busking. She's out. She's. It turns out she's in Ireland. Okay. Um. And I am blown away by this singer. You're in love with her. Aren't she's. You? In, I. She's adorable. She's sixteen years old. Oh, you. She's. Re- no, she's oh. really cute. Okay. But what I'm in love with is her voice. Oh, yeah. Steve, it's along the lines of like you remember when you first heard Amy Winehouse and you're yes. like, "Amazing!" There's something special about this right. person. That's kind of how I feel about this girl. Now she may never go on to be a big superstar. She may just end up being, you know, making a living well, being a singer in a different way. You, listen, there are a ton of people out there that have amazing, unique voices, but if you can't construct a song, right. then well, Kathy, yeah. right here, we, we so, know how yeah. good her singing is, but. She just hasn't been given the break. So I looked her up uh, online. Her name is Allie Sherlock. Uh-huh. She's got a lot of, of, of social media followers, like over a million. And um, I, I'm going to play a little bit of it for her. All for right, you. So she's she started when she was like 12. And I, now she was 
Apparently, Ellen DeGeneres had her on the show one time a, a year or two so ago. So she, she's got to be doing well then if she's got that kind of exposure. I guess. She's got some Maybe songs. she needs exposure on our show. On Spotify. But I'm telling you, man, I, it, this is the video that right. I saw. It's just her. And she's a good guitar player, too. Right. So she's just standing, like, in Dublin on a street corner with a microphone and a guitar. And listen to this gal sing. Put your love in and I go. 16. on kind of a deep dive and watch a bunch of her videos, and I'm like, it's legit. So Why don't like, you reach out to her? One of these people that it just that it just naturally pours What's out What's her of. name? Her name is Allie Sherlock. And I was like, I just loving it. And, and I'm, I'm in awe of people who can just do it so effortlessly. Right, but the gift. And I saw a video of her singing, of all songs, uh, Hopelessly Devoted to You. From Greece. From Greece. Yeah. And I'm blown away by it. Uh, that. So, so every now and then, man, there are there are people that are out on the street, not like at Target, like the people at Target. Here. Yeah, some of them even put strings on their uh, fires <laughs> <laughs> that are that are amazingly talented. And you should stop and listen if you have the time for a moment. Yes, yeah. And and, and take, take in some of that talent and give them some, some money. Of the... I would love to talk to this girl. She's in Ireland. Though. Take so, in but... some of the stringless talent. <laughs> right. <laughs> How do they do that, man? There's not yeah. one damn string on that cello, yeah. and it sounds fantastic. So oh, my mom, she. Uh, volunteers at the Assisi House uh, two days a week. And As so, in St. Francis of? Yes. So, and it's uh, these retired nuns, and I mean, they're in their like 90s and stuff, right. and so I don't know if I should say this or not, but she said there's a guy who comes in now and plays the piano for these nuns, and I thought she was just going to talk about how great he was, and as it turns out, uh, I think he's just learning how to play the piano. Oh, wow. And, <laughs> <laughs> and so... He comes in and they don't really. Uh, That's really do wonderful. <laughs> we, your music is a gift from the Lord, but sometimes you keep gifts to yourself. <laughs> yes, in yeah. fact, hum- being humble. Humble, is what the yeah. Lord tells don't us. Don't go throwing your best <laughs> talent around. It's betraying the gift that the Lord's giving you, which sounds like someone driving over a cat. Oh God! <laughs> it just. It reminds me of great. We school. need to move that piano. There's a term for that. Yeah. Bless his heart. Bless yeah. his heart. Mm-hmm. heart. Bless you guys, his heart. Do you remember in grade school when like one of your classmates was learning how to play and they would make them play for the entire class? We had we would we would have is we would have local <laughs> folk singers or people come in. I remember in elementary school and it was I mean, even then I knew this stinks. It was rare that you had because <laughs> they would come in and it'd be some sort of thing that they were, you uh-huh. know. Uh, and, and it was never good. But you, if someone wants to generously donate yeah. their things, you you 
be try to be courteous and respectful. Right. Oh my god, that even was, if they stink. That was me. I had to play the piano in front of the whole school. Oh, you gave a no. recital. Uh, That's right. Yeah. It stinks. Oh no. I had to do this. This was me. I had to play the piano in front of the entire school. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Kathy Romano. She's gonna sing. I touch myself by the divine. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was in fifth grade, oh, no. fourth or fifth grade. I forget. Fifth grade, I think. And yes, and it was not, it was more than one person. It wasn't just me. Oh, but it thank was anybody God. who you know was doing outside lessons and you know wasn't just doing it at the school. And yeah, the parents were invited, and I remember what I played. What was oh, it? What was it? Come on. <laughs> Can you play the piano? I can't wait. Popeye the Sailor Man. <laughs> um, Popeye the Sailor Man. Um, Popeye the Sailor Did you sing it too or no, just play it? No, no, okay. no. Okay. Come I'm on, I'm strong you guys to know. the finish because I eat some spinach. <laughs> You guys know I wasn't allowed in select course. I was not right. singing anything. I was oh, so just playing. However, uh, you I could did play the piano. Play yes, I did when oh. I was kid. When I got a little bit older, uh, I remember I wanted to learn a Billy Joel song, and so I did also play that. Angry young man in front of the school. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forget what it was. Oh my god, that's an old, old, old version of that. I'm pretty sure that's what I did. Um, hang on, I want to go back to the busker thing because this is an interesting call from Derek here, and. He, apparently, there's a guy. Okay, let me just go oh, to this call. All right. Because uh, this doesn't make any sense to me. Hey, Derek, good morning. Hey, what's up, guys? You guys rock. Oh, thanks, man. So what what did you want to tell? Oh, man, down um, down, I'm down in Wilmington, and there's this guy who hangs around like in front of like the BJs and like a Walmart and stuff. Right, right. And he has a guitar, and he's, it has strings on it, <laughs> but he never plays it. He's always sitting there like tuning it, and he'll pluck like one or two. And then he'll sit there and tune it. And he's always looking like he's really into, like, getting this thing tuned ready to jam out. <laughs> and that's all he does is just tune it? And he's just tuning it, man. Like, <laughs> I sat out a light cycle one time, like, two or three, you know, light cycles because it got kind of longer coming out. And dude never jammed out. I'm sitting there waiting. He's, he's like, you know, got, got, like, biting his lip and his tongue. He's, like, <laughs> to tune. And then he, like, pling, pling. And then he tunes it again. That's a good scan, though, yeah. Derek. I mean, every ring, listen. Ring, ring, you, ring, yeah. Ring. I'm, I can't play it for you now. This is sound right, but give me a little bit. Come back later. Yeah. I'll tune it. <laughs> yeah. He's like, let me let me get set up here, man. Just come, come, come back. You know, I'll, I'll jam out. But I need some never. patch chords. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. So one of the – I saw a scan. And it's – it's not a scam, but they they do prey upon people. There are these guys in Times Square, yeah, and they're great acrobatics, right? So they do back handsprings and backflips, jumping and front jacks. <laughs> they're doing jumping jacks, jacks and burpees. burpees. <laughs> no, uh, no, they do flips and Look everything. At that. But what they do is they get this crowd around them, and then they start to pick people out of the crowd and asking them for tips uh, and they're the you know so now you're surrounded by 100 people and they're like hey give me 20 bucks i'll do a flip over this thing and they're like oh shoot yeah i gotta give this guy 20 bucks because no i don't want to see if <laughs> well what happens also when and be aware of this when you have something like that happening if there's someone putting on a bit of entertainment and crowds gather around that's sometimes the decoy to have pickpockets yep. yeah it can happen crowd. yeah yep. all right well interesting kathy i had no idea that uh 
This is going on all over the place. Yeah. yeah. Well, I didn't either. I also am glad to know that yes. it's probably I a scam. Can, I can pay. By the way, a number of people want to hear you play Popeye the Sailor. Me now. too. Uh, I can't. I can't still we play. Can, we could bring it. In. You, you have a little keyboard. Yes. Nick, Nick. Oh my god! It might. Yeah, I got one. Yeah, I'll bring it in, and you can uh, do terribly. You'll and be. my uh, my piano <laughs> my piano teacher came to the performance as well. Oh, she would be like Amy Winehouse with that, so right? Proud, yeah. Tried to eat my spinach. Yeah. All right, listen. Let's take a break because we have a guest standing by who's going to be at Healing Comedy Club. So stay put. We'll be back in just a moment. Join the MM Army and Steve Morrison at Acme Markets on Bethlehem Pike in Flowertown this Friday from noon to 2. Win cool prizes and find out more about Big Brothers, Big Sisters, Independence, and how you can make a difference in a child's life. Our next guest is going to be at Helium Comedy Club tonight, 7 30, 10 p.m. Uh, Saturday, one of the, the 7 30 shows sold out. Uh-huh, of course. But there's a Sunday show at 7 o'clock as well. Uh, please welcome. She's been very, very busy, and we'll talk all about that. Give it up for Lunell this morning. Yes, do I have my... Okay, yeah. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, Lunell. Oh, you playing a little prince, son. You noticed my, <laughs> I saw it. My yeah. tattoo. Yeah, you've got, a, you've got the prince tattoo on your... That's awesome. On my hand. microphone hand. On your microphone hand. Microphone, so- masturbation, whatever you want. <laughs> Whatever, whatever. Can I say how impressed I am with your traffic report? Because that's a lot of wordage, honey. Mm. I I haven't talked that fast since I, you know, got off cocaine. (laughs) (laughs) My gosh. Good morning, everybody. Let's talk about your nails for a second, because they are popping today. As per usual. Man. I'm a nail aficionado, Shirovsky crystals, the whole thing. Cardi didn't start this. I was doing this before you, Cardi. And um, but but as I was saying before we went on air, mm-hmm. I'm so excited to be back in a studio yeah. and not doing this on Zoom. Right, right. <laughs> Sick of Zoom. No Zoom, and um, you know, just phoning in. I like to come in. I like radio. I've always loved radio. You've done like a lot DJ. of radio. Yeah, I, I do yeah. a lot of radio. I, 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 I like to do my press. Some comics or entertainers don't like to get up and do press, but I do. But you know what? You've done enough radio where you know how to be a, a good guest. You're, you're energetic and you bring it. And a lot of times, you understand it's the relationship. Is that we want to help promote you and you? The people love to hear you on Doesn't the show. It just bust your balls when you get some guest in here and they're yeah. a dry interview. Oh my god. Oh my God! And then uh, they don't know, or maybe they do. To when when they leave, and you guys talk about them. <laughs> what was that? You know what though? What we what we have? We've had a really good run. Uh, you know, with the, the, obviously we have a, a good relationship with you and a number of other comedians that come in. You get the dynamic, and it's just fun. It's just hanging, and we talk. I, I to- love radio. I always have. I feel like this. This is what I remember about radio, and when I what I love about radio. Let's say you move into a new apartment, right? right. Uh, back in the day, you didn't always get your, you didn't get cable hooked up before you got an apartment. Mm-hmm. The only thing you had was radio. Right. When you're unpacking your boxes. You're right. Whatever. You're right. Then also, when you're like a lonely little loser and you're sitting home <laughs> drinking on New Year's Eve because you don't have a date. 
You can always <laughs> listen to the radio because the DJs make you feel like not such a big loser. You have a friend on the other side. You got side. a friend yeah. talking to you, baby. Well, so to that radio. point, that's we have a live DJ at WMMR around the clock. There's always a human voice. Uh, live. No, no recording. play live. the tape and right. go. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're live 24-7. Live and local is our is our motto. Live and, and local. And a lot of that has faded away from around the country. So we're pretty Well, I'm, I'm down for the live Live uh, DJ, nice. I so, like that. W- thanks, guys. Oh, you've, you've been very busy, and I didn't mean to start person to jump in, but uh, you've been very busy. I saw you. My wife and I were ex- we, we love this show, Hacks. Ah. You made an appearance on. I'm like, I know her. She's yes, awesome. Yes, with Gene Smart. Gene yes. Smart's fantastic. Yes. The lady that was my scene partner, that's Angela Gibbs. That's Marla Gibbs' daughter. She no was kidding. great. You and guys Marla were Gibbs hilarious. Marla is getting her star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame on Tuesday. Oh, uh, that's terrific. Yeah. And so you actually also, Caitlin Olsen's on that show, and you worked on It's Always Sunny as well. Yes, 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 yeah, yes, yeah. yes, yes. So yes, it's, yes. It, it's wild. But you've been very busy, but getting back to stage stuff has got to be really cathartic and good, right? Absolutely. Yeah. I didn't do any of those, um, you know, Zoom Comedy shows? Or, no parking lot things? No, no, I don't. No, I, I no, I don't do the parking lot thing. It's too loud. The police gonna come. And I'm, I, I'm a felon. I don't, I, don't, I don't need no more interactions with the police. But um, uh, yeah, I just waited. I, yeah. did, I did my YouTube show, Hey Lunell, that I do every Wednesday live, and that's on YouTube. And I, you know, connected sort of that way. And also, it was a chronicle of what was going on. Yeah. Because I started the YouTube show right before the Ahmaud Aubrey murder, right. which was followed by the George Floyd murder. Right. And you know, to radio, you know, you talk about things. And and with me doing the YouTube show, it's sort of like um, like a time capsule right. of what was going on then. And then when it started to get better, and you know, and I found myself, I had to pull myself out of what I was feeling to be entertaining to give the people right. a, a breather. That's you know what, what I'm do. saying? No, we understand that completely. We yeah. we stayed away from coronavirus and politics because people knew where to go if they wanted that. I didn't stay away from yeah. it, but I limited it. And no, I, I realized yeah. I was going to a dark place. I had to lift myself back up so I could lift the people. Back. You also had the benefit if you just had stuff coming out all through it, like coming to America yes. came out, which you were great in, by the way. Thank you. And and you had actually just teased it the last time you were in on the show. You gave us some news it about... It took a year and a half I know. You know, for it to come yeah. out. I guess uh, maybe I was starting to do it. You, you, you actually, you rocked our world on that appearance because you came and you gave us all sorts of indicators that there was <laughs> going to be a big sort of old fr- faces from the first uh-huh, one. Uh-huh. And we were freaking out. And That's... that was so cool. I was really happy with the way that came out. Thank did, you. Did you, get to, did you get to see the full thing yet? Because sometimes you don't get a chance oh, to. Oh, no, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, but we did get gypped out of our premiere, however, uh, during, yeah. during yeah. quarantine. Because had we done a big Hollywood premiere, I'm huge. sure there would have been giraffes and lions <laughs> yeah. and tigers and bears and everything <laughs> on Hollywood Boulevard. So we had to do it virtual. That sucked. Yeah. But it was still okay. The um, uh, Amazon, Amazon did a really great job in like sending stuff to the house so we could do you know interviews and stuff like this. And we got... All kind of crowns and liquor and all kind of fun stuff. Well, you, you, you. I see you popping up in all sorts of stuff, and you seem to be like a really good. I mean, you're great, and, and I, mean, I, I just started laughing at your character in, in Hacks because you just have a way uh, about delivering your thing, and you're becoming that utility player 
that that people come in and and I'm the go-to girl. You're the go-to girl. You know what the thing about Always Sunny that's so funny is that I did that episode and that ep- episode was about catfishing somebody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Before yeah. the show Catfish started. Right. So, you know, the phrase catfish was was like new to everybody. And now if that if that plays again, you know, people go, "Oh, you know, catfish." <laughs> right, oh, yeah. yeah. Ahead of the curve. So being back up on stage and, and doing what you do, you know, it, it, obviously you're traveling around. I, I log on to to TMZ this morning, and who do I see? I see you oh, talking yeah. about Cosby. Cosby. I'm like, oh, so, of course, he was here. He was The prison was like a mile from Preston's where house. Where she was, nice. yeah. Right around the corner from so where wait, I live. Did you go see him? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I would wave when I drive by, uh, but I don't know if he saw me or not. Well, he probably did, because what else are you doing but looking out the window? <laughs> he was free. <laughs> it, it, we talked about it on air. It blew our minds when 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 he got out, and you were very candid to TMZ about it because he's supposed to go on tour, you know. And that's come on, Bill. Yeah. <laughs> right. Listen, he can't sell a Jello pudding pop right now. He <laughs> just sit down and enjoy the money that he still got left. Yeah, have a coke and, and a smile you know, and shut up. Have a coke and smile and shut up, like like Eddie said. <laughs> yes. <laughs> You know, I don't think That's that, great. you know, and I told the TMZ, like, you know, I was saying, well, yeah, there's going to be, you know, protesters. Yeah. But he won't be able to see him because isn't they blind? <laughs> yeah. So whatever. Did you ever meet but him? But you're right. Did you know him at of all? Of course I have met and, him. And what was your uh, personal experience with him like? Well, when I met him, I felt like I met my dad. Sure. Yeah. Know? Yeah. I, lo- I love Bill Cosby. Mm-hmm. He was the country's dad. And he was, I, yeah. And bo- this is before the Cosby show. Yeah. <clears throat> because I grew up on this albums as yes. well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he had, and I passed. Pattern my my style of comedy from like him and right. Car- Carlin and stuff because I'm I'm not a joke teller I'm a storyteller yeah. right and you know best. I mean come on yes yeah. he he painted a picture you could see him as a kid you could see them going to the horror movies and stuff like this and playing in the street and and, and everything he described it was just you know he, he had a, a Midas touch everything he touched on to I remember Bill Cosby back from um. I spy. I spy. Well, no, you, a lot of people don't remember. And this was before they would have HBO comedy specials in prime time on on just a couple of regular television networks. No cable. They would give him an hour to do his stand up on network. T- it was unheard of. Yeah. yeah. And then he would, was everything. And yeah. and, and then um, uh, Cosby Show, of course, was you know the Black Pride. That was our crowning jewel right. of television and everybody loved it and Felicia and the kids and you know she was a doc he was a doctor she was a, a lawyer, lawyer yeah. and they lived very you know great life and everything we were very proud and loved that and who knew that all the time he had a pension for making love to cadaver life <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> oh my god. Oh my she god. said making love <laughs> right <laughs> raping is that what she said oh, right. but, yeah. but here's the deal to me <laughs> I do not think he should go on tour. I think he should just sit right. around and chill out like OJ should have sat down and yeah, chilled yeah, out, yeah. but he didn't. You're not. exactly right. And I've said that it's almost like it's like you you've got you are out of jail when there is a tremendous amount of of at least whatever evidence has been presented suggests you've been doing some very nefarious stuff. Just take it, take the win, go home and live and the rest of your down. life. Right. Watch sports. Sports is back. But yeah, yeah you remember OJ got in trouble, you know, for all the whatever. It was sports memorabilia that he stole back, and that sent him to jail. Oh, oh please don't mention OJ. <laughs> no, God. please. <laughs> I, I brought him up, and I'm sorry I did that. <laughs> but, but, uh, but you're right. But, Why, oh, I, Bill Cosby should just 
Stay, Stay home. Down. Yeah. Can, I just, can, can I just talk about the art of comedy? Because and and I'll and I'll uh, please. I want to I want to bridge Cosby to yourself because okay. I am in awe. I remember Bill Cosby himself. I was a kid when it came out, and yes. it was just the um, best. It was just a man oh, yeah. on yeah. a stool yeah. with a microphone, yes. and that's all he needed. Yes. And you're the same thing, except you're a woman on a stool with a microphone. Yeah, and but I got all kind of bells and whistles going <laughs> on now. Yeah. You got those nails. Yeah, and, and you know, I got a video that yeah, plays yeah. before my show that makes you think you're about to see Jesus. <laughs> you know, it's pretty it's pretty awesome. But like how like you are everything. You're the pyrotechnic. Like you know, and it's I'm just in awe and I've always been in awe of what you do and what your contemporaries do. It's, Thank you. It's because you're just you're creating this it's stuff. An, out it's of thin another air. level. And yeah. as a woman, let me just speak on that. Yeah. Okay. I understand why a lot of men don't like female comics. Because a lot of female comics are just not that funny. They're only funny to us, maybe to the chicks, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But to me, to really progress in this business, you got to be what we call guy funny. You got to be funny enough to where guys will come see you without a chick. You know what I'm saying? Like two guys, yo, let's go see Lunell. And that's pretty... You Rare. are, but you are that. Well, I, yeah, of course, yeah. me. I'm yeah. an icon, but I'm just talking about <laughs> But it sucks when, when a guy is the punchline, right? Because so many times, you know, a woman might be a punchline in, in a joke, and we think it's great. But when a guy is a punchline... Are you, a guy's you are to, absolutely punchline. Yeah. Not, well, we start to feel but attacked. But they love it. Yeah, but you don't... I don't attack men. I love men. Yeah. They, they, you know, that's... That comes across too. I'm not like you, man. You're, you're trash. Yeah. That, that, take your bitter ass and go sit down somewhere, girl. But, but I said ass to them. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah. But um, I I I just speak about things that have happened to me, mm-hmm. and I speak on subjects that are universal to everyone, whether you're black, whether you're white, whether you're old, whether you're young, you know, whether you're gay, whether you're straight. You know, this all my material. First of all, is new. Everything that you're going to hear, you ain't never heard me say before. Because I think also, for any comics that are listening, if you're talking about any material that you talked about before COVID and this racial unrest and the political stuff that went on, if you're talking about anything before that, you are a hack and a loser. (laughs) Go sit down. Because there's so many things that are... That you should be speaking on as the soothsayer and the comic. Well, right it's now. funny because the sh- the show hacks Gene Smart. Plays, yes, and I wonder how much you connected to that because she <laughs> is a comedian at a point in her life where she has a young comic, a com- uh, comic, a writer, comedian writer. Yes, say you. You need to evolve to another level, and she deals with that. And I thought the show did a brilliant job. Yes. Did you, did you think it was pretty accurate the I, way it portrayed I did, that? I did. I did. Because yeah. I relate to Gene's character right you know what i mean i thought they did a great job with showing that that conflict of like but this is this has been been my bread and butter for a while but am i being true well, to who you I, know yeah. you do need to evolve yeah you know like I, I spend a great deal of time on my social media which if you want to follow me anybody <laughs> you know slide in my dms take a number first of all so after i flashed the prisoners the other day on my instagram my boob my dm is you know take a number but um I, I, I'm very interactive on my social media. I do yeah. talk back to the people. I try to answer uh, almost, not everybody, but a lot of people. And, you know, I put the little hard, little, right. you know, I read the comment or whatever, which I never, I never even go back. I don't even know the part that I should know. Like, if you, if I, if you say something to me and I say something back to you, 
I don't know how to go back and see if you said something back back to me. <laughs> I'm like, I'm done. You're done. <laughs> I'm done. Maybe that's better, though. Yeah. Maybe that's better. I don't have time for all that. Do you, yeah. do you, back and forth. Do you laugh at the people, or, or at least are you? do you stand back? Because we're looking at a lot of people now who are getting, between Chrissy Teigen and all this stuff that are, who have spent a lot of time commenting on social media, her now getting bitten in the ass by it. And Preston pointed out, Chrissy Teigen was on, like, Twitter. T- like, she can't disconnect. She's like, she realizes this has been the center of the big blow-up with stuff that's going on her, and yet she still can't walk away from it for a the while. John Legend don't have control of his woman. <laughs> <laughs> he need to have control of his woman. No, uh, I, me, well, see, it's all about your image. Yeah. See, my image is the original bad girl of comedy. Right. So I can say whatever I want, whenever I want, however I want, and I'm not worried about being canceled or anything like that. I don't worry about that. Chrissy Teigen right. is a mom. She right. got young kids. She's married to the legend, John Legend, <laughs> who's, you know, marching and doing this and writing songs for glory and, you know, glory so, and all yeah. that kind of stuff. And so she can't really get away with saying she got to stay sort of in the in the middle ground. Right. But I can say stuff like Bill Cosby need to sit down and shut up <laughs> yeah. and nobody's going to say nothing to right. me. And if they do, I give zero F-U-K-Z. <laughs> right. Well, okay. they're coming. They're coming to you. They're coming to you for that. Well, that is yeah. what they come right. to me for. And see, you know, I was mentored by the late Paul Mooney. People like that, yeah. who, who you know, put the ucks in not giving. Uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I, I just feel put like if you can't have the free bastion of stand-up comedy. Yeah. When everybody regulates you on TV, they regulate you in the movies. You're regulated, but you're not. Reg- there is no regulation for comedians. Right. Right. Also, just just. It's insight. There's no health care. There's no union for comics at all. Yeah. Like, comics don't have anybody to fight for them if a, if a club owner does huh. something bad to you. You have to go into acting to belong to a union. To right. give you protection. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Clowns yeah. got a union. Right. <laughs> but comics don't have one. Well, now, I remember years ago, and I did stand-up, and I, I forget who I was talking to, you know, the, the comedians attempted to have a union, but it yeah. didn't, it didn't the work. The club owners don't want you to have a union. They don't. Yeah, no, and you'll never win. Yeah, they started that way back when Mitzi Shore, you know, at the comedy store, mm-hmm. and they're gonna walk out. And she's like, "I don't care." Yeah, there's fifty people waiting down the street to take your spot. Go goodbye, Damn. not paying you nothing. Right, and that's when we didn't get no money. You know, there was, I didn't even see when I started doing comedy. I didn't do it because I thought there'd be money thirty years down the line. Right, I did comedy because I'm the eighth of eight kids. I had stuff to say. And and it keeps me from like punching and stabbing somebody <laughs> if I can get on the mic and talk about it because it's sort of like my church and my you know my 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 area right and um, then you know shows like Comic View and Def Jam came along gave more exposure to black comedians nationally on the television and then things started you know the ball started rolling after that but there was no money baby I think you might could get twenty dollars. And you might get a drink, or you might have to buy your drink out of that $20. Hmm. There was none was, of that. So. Was there a point where you were on I stage? See you, I see you, young man. Young man, I'm going to call on you next. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, yeah, okay. Oh, my hand's up. My Casey hands up. had his hand up. I wanted to ask you. I just want to remind you that uh, Lunell is going to be at Helium Comedy Club uh, tonight, 730, 10, Saturday at 10 p.m. and Sunday at 7. So yeah. go ahead. No, Thanks, no, no problem. Baby. I wanted to ask you, was there a point, so to that point, where you were on stage and you, and you thought to yourself, I've made it. I, I okay. I I I have the power that that I've been seeking, or I I have a name that I can market, and that 
I've reached another level. No. No. <laughs> no, you still no. don't have it. No. Because it's funny because I, I, I always point to that Joan Rivers um, documentary and here's my, my, one of my one of my idols. The whole career, and even up to the end, she's looking at open dates in her book, and she's nervous. She oh, said, wow. "If I don't have this calendar filled up, you know, she feels very, very." Yeah, nervous. is that you? Um, yeah, that's me too. Um, because that is our income. Yeah, you know? like this Corona, you know, my savings went to hell. Yeah, because I never even pictured in the thirty years I've been doing stand-up, I never pictured. Oh, you know. Take a year off. What? Like, yeah. what? Yeah, yeah. Right. And use all your savings. Like, that's not... And nobody ever says to you, you know, why don't you take a couple of weeks? You're looking kind of tired. They'll work you to death if you don't space right. some time for yourself. No, no, you know, they don't... Club owners don't care. They, they, want, they want the money. And, and, and a lot of comics don't care neither. They want the money, too. Like, I'm doing five shows. This comic show will do eight or ten or right. eleven. Yeah. You know, they're crazy and they're greedy and they're egotistical and they want that money and they get it. Now, I, I, I want money, too, but I'm not going to, you know. Kill yourself. Yeah, 50 Cent said get rich or die, die trying. trying. He didn't say get rich and die trying. <laughs> you know? Either or. Either or. <laughs> yeah. no, I, you know. So I, I, uh, I, I, I feel like I, you know, am just now getting the money yeah. that I deserve. And I feel like that I'm getting the respect that I have earned. It seems to be. <clears throat> And I feel like uh, I'm getting a lot of recognition and stuff. But you know, I built this before social media. Right. I built this. I've never had a show. I've never done a special. Mm-hmm. I've never. Uh, the, I've only done two tours of my own, and I've only been on one tour, and that was with Cat Williams. Mm-hmm. That's why so I've done all this. This is all work from the people. The, the people yeah. is what made me, you know, not the industry. No, it's wild. It gives you security, too, on one level. Yeah, yeah that's why I can't be canceled because, you know, the, the millennials can cancel me, but the OGs would be like, get out of here. We love you now. <laughs> the OGs. <laughs> well, my, my question is actually very similar to Steve's uh, because I wanted to ask about was there a particular stage that you had ever taken that you thought, oh, wow, I can't believe. I'm, well, absolutely, I'm here. when I was on tour with Cat Williams, for sure. Okay. You know, Any particular <clears throat> venue in, in, in particular that you Well, were you know, okay, I did Madison Square Garden oh, wow. with um, Tracy Morgan, because she does an April Fool's show yeah. every year. I did that. That was amazing. I did, uh, you know, NJ Pack. New Jersey Performing Arts Center yeah. when when I was with, with Crazy Wendy Williams and we did shows out there and then of course with Cat we were doing you know theaters and theaters and arenas and all that kind of stuff and look for him to come back real soon by the way really is is, is oh, doing yes. is doing MSG kind of is that too big I mean because. Like Kevin Hart played, you know, the link here. <laughs> Local guy. Uh did the link. And I mean that's at some point it's it's t- I think, think it's too big for comedy. You know what I mean? Well, I do prefer a more intimate setting yeah. actually for me, like to tape a special I I I'll do a theater. Like a theater three thousand. Yeah. You can do that, you yep. know, and under. But when it gets to be thirteen thousand and fifteen thousand like, are you really that that tough that you can hold it? Nobody mm-hmm. going to go to the bathroom? <laughs> Nobody going out to right. the car to smoke a little weed? You can hold everybody's attention. Oh, I, you, it's funny you bring that up because I forget who. I was just watching. It was a comedy special. It was a large arena. 
and the way the camera was from behind the comedian towards the stage, when people would go to the bathroom, you'd see way up in the back of the sc- on my TV screen, a door would open up. Uh-huh. It, it was so distracting, yeah. you know? Well, and I can't imagine that... They- I won't be shooting my special that way. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the camera will never leave me when I shoot my special. Are there going to be plans for a special? Are you working on that, or...? Uh, there's a guy named Dave Chappelle. Who uh, I heard of him. Recently, <laughs> um... Take an interest to me, nice. And we're um, working on something. To Can you? Yes. You were both in yeah. a Star Is Born. Uh, yeah, that that's right. And he was great. You were great. Comics in there. There's Eddie Griffin, yeah. Dice, Dice. Can you tell him I said hi? Who Dice? No, no, no. Dave Chappelle. Oh, I'll tell him. Yeah, Please. yeah. I just want him to hear my name, Casey, <laughs> at some point. Because, Casey, uh, yeah, yeah. Casey, and he'll be like, said, he said hi. We had him on the show years ago. He used to come on <laughs> a long time, and and we understand. I mean, the the world is is now you know embraced Dave Chappelle. So, but uh, uh, yeah, he he would come on pretty often, and he's always great. He's he's a great great man. Yeah, and he's got it all figured out. You know. Like he's in Yellow Springs, Ohio, minding his business, <laughs> living on his land and yeah. having a ball. Right. And when I saw his special, I never thought that I'd be on that stage, but I have been, you know, his latest special. Right. Which is amazing. Yes. It, yes, it was amazing. And, um, you know, this way he's able to walk around and sit at the bar and have some drinks with the locals. He, uh, his children can walk around and, you know, not be harassed. And it, and basically he's away from the paparazzi, which is what he does not want in his face every single moment of every single meal of every single day. Mm-hmm. And then he flies in who he want to mess with and flies him back out. So. Yeah, he's got the, the power. I want to ask you, because of that tattoo with the Prince tattoo, have you, did you ever get to meet Prince? Oh. oh, and I know like five people that work for him. He got like a lot of um, his um, maybe background singers and stuff from Oakland, where I was raised. You know, Sheila E's from Oakland. Mm. Larry Graham is from Oakland. Right, right. He had Rosie Gaines is from Oakland, and he had Bonnie Boyer, and she's from Oakland. So he like you know he, he he like what he like, and I was you know I was hoping that maybe. <laughs> But I don't know what I might. I, there's not very many people that make me faint, and everybody knows that I love Bruno and Bruno and I have a little relationship. Bruno Mars. <laughs> but if I'm at Prince, I'm pretty sure that there'd be a puddle on the floor. <laughs> I'd just be like, I, 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 I just love Helen Nikki. It's so beautiful. I don't know what I would do. I just don't know what I would do. I'd probably kiss his hand like a King. I don't right. know. Have you been to Have you been to the house at least? I right? haven't been to Paisley, but I'm planning on going. Okay. Yeah, they, they've opened it up for tours and things like that. Yeah, I'll be the one I'd that they to have to, <laughs> that they'll see on the camera trying to hide. They're dragging you out. And say, where's the elevator? I want to get yeah, the elevator. You know, so I'll, I'll be the one trying to hide in the kitchen or behind the wardrobe or something like that. I'll set off all the alarms. I'll be the last one out. No, I hear you. A lot of people feel, I mean, it, it's I'm just... still trying to get upstairs at Graceland. You know, <laughs> I've tried to use my pool. I'm like, you know, I'm going now. Let me go upstairs. Let me see the king's bathroom. And they was like, no, sorry. You can't go upstairs. I'm like, let me go to the top of the stairs. So I have to watch the Elvis stuff on YouTube to get... Are you a big that? Elvis fan as well? You've done that tour, the Graceland tour? I have done Graceland. It's great. Yeah. It's pretty 
Do you ever go to the, uh, you see the jet, the TCB jet? Of course. Yeah, across, the, the, the museum and across the street. And then had the horses. And yeah. Then the, the office and back in all, and you see all these gold records. You've been, obviously. I have. It's not that, um, it's not massive, you know. No, like, the house but is But it small. was for that time. Absolutely, that was, yeah. And that's a lot of land, yeah. you know. Yeah. And it just was like the whole Elvis phenomenon. My God, you know? I love it. What, what's yeah. your What's your favorite? Do you, this is Elvis. Is that your favorite Elvis documentary? I love Elvis live from Las Vegas. That's great. You know, yeah. and then now that and I have a, I had I hope I'm going back a residency in Las Vegas at the Jimmy Kimmel Comedy Club, yeah. which is behind the link. It's under that big Ferris wheel in Vegas. Right. And I'm I'm there every Sunday night at 10 p.m. Now we haven't gone back to work. I, uh, Vegas is open, but Kimmel's hasn't opened his thing. But, you know, people used to get the connotation of going to Vegas is where you go to die. <laughs> going to Vegas is where you are when you're almost washed up. You can grab it, but not no more. Hell, no. Usher's out there. Yep. You know, boys to men are out there. Bruno. Bruno's there. Bruno's there. Bruno's, there. Bruno's and, pretty heavenly. Bruno's there. Bruno's there. Mm-hmm. And um, did I mention it, Bruno? <laughs> yeah, Bruno's there. And, um, you know, and I'm there. And so it's really, really popping, Vegas. It's uh, great. I, and, and with the Elvis, you know, I'm just a Rat Pack chick. I, oh, I, 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 I'm I a Rat Pack chick. I love it. I, lo- I love, so I was there, I, I was there just a little while before they blew up the sands. Oh. And I got to walk around the, the grounds of that hotel, go to the theater, which still had all these these pictures and, 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 and memorabilia from the Rat Pack performing on stage. I mean, you well, know. Well, the SLS that's there now used to be, what was it? It used to be another hotel. Okay. But that was the hotel that the Rat Pack used to perform at. Right. So I was in another showroom, like Eddie Griffin and Monique and myself, we were doing another show, another showroom, but the security took me into the room that the Rat Pack used to perform Mm. on stage at, and I have pictures there, and it was just so nostalgic for me, Mm -hmm. you know? I mean, I see all that whack stuff like Tony Orlando. (laughs) I go see, because I made a movie with Tony. That's my boy. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, what yeah. happened with the tennis balls? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, that was, I'm trying to think, you know, I've done some pretty inappropriate stuff. Like, oh, yeah. Like, that's my boy, my tits. <laughs> Told me in these horrendous stripper outfits, it was it, remember, I was upside down on the pole. How could I, anyone forget that you were <laughs> upside down on the pole? Eating scrambled eggs and drinking. I blew orange juice out my nose for like six months. <laughs> that, that's one of my, that we, we love, that is such a junk food movie. People, it, it, if you have not seen That's My Boy, Adam Sandler's That's My Boy, it's not, you know, I'm surprised I didn't get an NAACP award for that. <laughs> but, um, Susan Sarandon, Vanilla Ice. Everybody. Everybody said Tony Orlando. Yeah. Todd Bridges. Yeah, oh, yeah. Um, J- uh, James Kahn. Will Forte's the, in it. The, Will Forte. Yeah. Uh, like a lot. It, it's of full people. of it. It's got you. It's, a, it's got incest. It's got yes. everything you want. Yeah. It's got geriatric love. <laughs> oh Remember? My oh, yeah. my God. Remember him with the tissue? It's... <laughs> and the tissue is up on the ceiling. Yeah. Somebody help me, Jesus. I don't know. <laughs> and so you take that and you put Borat. 
in the mix, too. Oh, and my God. I'm the, that's why I'm the go-to girl. You're secure. You know, like if they say, okay, we need somebody <laughs> to jump off of a building into a vat of jello. Can we get Gabrielle Union? No, she ain't going to do it. <laughs> Can we get Taraji? No, no, no. Linnell, 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 Linnell. Uh, and they come at me with that money. I'm like, where's the damn jello? <laughs> where's, where's the jello at? Somebody. Oh, you're awesome, man. That's wow. great. I, I am just very glad to be back on stage. Yeah. I'm glad we're to happy see to the have people, you. and I'm glad to be back here in Philly, mm. and I'm going to go eat after this, and the people have been amazing, and I, I'm just glad to be back out. Well, well, if you... I got to wear the damn mask, I'll wear the damn mask. My mask was beautiful. You didn't even see it. I got beautiful masks. Well, the people are bite charming at the bit to go out and see yeah. live stuff. You're, they're they're well, thr- come the see shows me, are, honey. They're going to sell out quickly. Yeah, though, get so the make tickets because sure. Saturday seven thirty show already sold out. But there's a ten o'clock show, and then uh, you got a seven thirty. The other ones are almost today. sold out. Yeah, no. okay, yeah, so. so they're close. But but a Sunday show, which is yes, cool, too. the Sabbath at seven on the, <laughs> the Sabbath. show I do on the Sabbath. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, go take communion and then come and sin with uh, me and go back to church next week. You have something to talk about. You'll need to confess, I'm sure. Oh, uh, not yeah. me, but they might. They might. <laughs> I'm not confessing to nothing. <laughs> Linnell, we love you. Thanks for coming by here today. Mm-hmm. Have, a, have a good time in the city this weekend. Thank you, Preston. Absolutely, darling. Thank you, Steve. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Casey. Thank you, everybody. <laughs> Thank Let's... you, traffic lady. With your <laughs> You're welcome. Amazing <laughs> speech about traffic. <laughs> Let's give some love to Linnell again. Linnell, heliumcomedy.com. At Linnell on Instagram. Love yes. you. All right, we'll take a break and be right back. Stay with us. At WMMR, we enjoy devilish dichotomies, cunning linguistics, and the purveyance of the pun. And this weekend, we're applying our admiration of this whimsical wordplay to our double shots with a super segue weekend. Two titles that twist together terrifically, like... And... of them as musical dad jokes from the station that Shakespeare himself would have been proud not being a part of. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. We have a new Daily Rush video that is available for you to check out. It's called The Royal Kiss. Prince William promised to give a 96-year-old woman a kiss, and she wanted to be less formal and more sexual. Yeah. You can watch this now at PrestonAndSteve.com. It's sponsored by Punchline Philly, Fishtown's first come-to-club restaurant and bar. So take a look, if you will, please. Let's do the Bizarre File. Now, WMMR presents Preston and Steve's Bizarre File. Brought to you by Dermatology Associates of Plymouth Meeting. Uh, recruiting for vitiligo study to test an investigational treatment. Uh, adults 18 to 75 can register. The reimbursement may be available. And for more information, you can get it at PlymouthMeetingDermatology.com. I want to see what they come up with. Yeah, definitely. Uh, this is the stuff of nightmares. A Georgia couple found 18 snakes underneath their bed. Whoa! Uh, instead of killing the creatures, though, the husband carefully plucked them off the ground, dropped them in a bag, and relocated them to a nearby creek. Trish Wilcher says that she and her husband, Max, were about to go to bed Sunday, and she saw what she thought was some fuzz on the floor. Look at that fuzz. And she said it moved when she reached down. 
That's moving fuzz. And the second one, uh, and then a second later, another piece moved, she said. That fuzz just sunk its teeth into my ankle. Mm-hmm. And I went to my husband and said, we have snakes. Uh, the couple found a mother snake with 17 recently hatched oh, babies under God. their bed. Yeah. Oh, my God. Max Wilcher used a grabber tool to place each one in a linen bag. Uh, the ordeal took till around midnight to get them all together. Um, and uh, outside of uh, finding a place to lay eggs... There's another reason that snakes might want to share human spaces. That is, snakes sometimes move into homes to hunt rodents. So that may have been why they checked Ah. in. I don't really know. Uh, This is in China. Back in February, a signal light at the corner of a suburban intersection fell over. Thankfully, though, no one was injured when the 19-foot-tall iron pole toppled. Wow. But the circumstances were worrying, given the relatively short time since it had been installed. Naturally, infrastructure doesn't last forever, but... The city expects poles of this type to have a service lifespan of about 50 years before they need replacement. The pole, though, had only been planted in the spot in the corner in 1997, making it just 23 years old, not even to the projected halfway point of its durability. But clearly something had unexpectedly gone wrong. The damage didn't appear to be the work of a uh, vandal, though. Uh, During on-site investigation, police officers noticed a large number of local residents passing right by where the pole had been standing while walking their dogs. It turns out oh, man. that the side that side of the street overlaps with the courses that many dog owners regularly walk their pets, and police began to suspect there might be a connection. Conveniently, there's another signal light pole on the other side of the road, and so Police Scientific Investigation Research Lab uh, decided to perform some tests to check the presence of urea, which is the nitrogenous compound that's essentially the non-water part of urine. So the dog piss was eroding the, the, the base? Sure enough, they found nearly eight times as many urea traces on the pole that had fallen than on the one across the street that got less paw traffic from dogs. Mm. Even more startling were the results from testing of the ground around the base of the poles, to which the dog-preferred spot had 42 times the amount of urea uh, then it's never toppled counterpart. Wow. I actually noticed uh, my old mailbox uh, post had kind of withered away towards the bottom. And you I think it's dog pee? I think it is. Uh-huh. Yeah, they were saying that it may have that. The that's how corrosive. Believe the urea likely accelerated the rate of corrosion in the metal, Jeez, particularly wow. around its base until it eventually became weak enough to fall. So <laughs> the dogs <laughs> brought little, it down. It's a little scary. I have another dog story completely different, though. This had to be scary for a few seconds. A dog owner recently shared a screenshot of a conversation they had with their dog's groomer on Reddit. Now, after dropping their beagle off for a haircut, it shows that the owner was sent a message from the groomer reading, Hi, Dexter is dead. Oh, no. The worker, realizing their mistake, quickly sent a follow-up message reading, Hi, Dexter is ready now. Oh, my God. Oh, my wow. God. And it says, Sorry, stupid autocorrect. Oh, my so, God. So, ready Dexter's now became dead? dead? Yeah. Well, ready, oh, I think, okay. is what they were going yeah. for. It. So, R-E-A-D-Y, somehow or another, became oh dead. God. Dead. Oh, my God. Uh, and so, the post uh, about the mix-up generated a Hi. ton. Hi. A ton of uh, comments, but yeah, they they had also sent along a photo of the dog that said yeah. he was ready now. So that, that's pretty classic. Uh, I like this one too. Uh, a father upgraded a toy car in an attempt to make it road legal after he got pulled over. So a guy named James Scudder, who is from the UK, said he felt moved to convert his family's red Super Sport XL after local law enforcement pulled him over, telling him that he should not drive the toy vehicle down the streets. Well, the traffic stop happened last year, shortly after the pandemic began, and Scudder says it inspired him to make the car road legal. So he's modified it. 
It has turn signals, hazard lights, and a horn to comply with local road vehicle requirements. And he also replaced the car's 24-volt battery with a 48-volt lead-acid battery. So how fast does it go? It can go 22 miles an hour. So I think probably... your vehicle needs to go at least twenty miles an hour, and it's a little kid's car. It's the kind that you that you we're looking at. It. It's hilarious. Pretend like you're driving in. So he's got it. It's completely street legal now, which is hilarious. Uh, speaking of cars, Steve, this story was from Six ABC. I don't know if you saw this or not, but the practice of purposely obscuring license plates is yes. nothing new, right? But a vehicle recently impounded by Philadelphia police looks like something out of a British spy novel. The vehicle was equipped. With a remote-controlled license plate flipper. Did you see it? Uh, no, I didn't. I heard it, but I didn't see the actual device. Is it, it right out of Goldfinger? It is awesome. Yeah. And, well, it flips over. I think it has two middle fingers popped up. Oh, oh, that is great. Uh, so, it it's... Uh, but there's there are more common methods to doing that. Some people, you know, will put this, like, shading material over right. or something like that. But this thing actually has this... Frame that flips out and rolls out and turns it around. You got to see the video. Okay, because it's it, high tech. Like in, in the classic James Bond, it would actually just rotate and flip over to another. Well, we don't have those type yeah. of uh, yeah, right. Yeah. So uh, of uh, of plates. Yeah. So you should see it. It's really cool. Uh, but uh, Captain John Ryan, the commanding officer of the Philadelphia Police, uh, said, or the Major Crimes Unit, said, if you drive around, you'll notice there's paper tags everywhere. Many of them aren't legitimate because they can be copied on a copier or printed off of a computer. Uh, but this went the extra That's wild. mile, and they really put in the work, and it looks pretty cool. All right, and then we'll do one more story, and we will wrap it up. Let's end with this one. Uh, you don't need to be human to run for mayor in Omina, Michigan. Uh, the incumbent currently running for the mayor there is Sweet Tart McKee. Sweet Tart McKee? Uh, who is a cat. Oh! Uh, For more than a decade, the hamlet of Omina, a small, unincorporated community that does not have its own government, has held ceremonial elections for non-human mayors. I promise a turd in every box. The elections double as fundraisers for the historical society with each dollar contributed to the organization equaling one vote. All critter candidates are from the community, but anyone can vote in person or online. Uh, and right now, in 2018, Sweet Tart became the community's first feline mayor. The previous three were dogs, but this year she's running against a dog, a chicken, and a goat. He's a cat. And uh, you can visit the Omina Historical Society to vote if you want. Did you say a chicken? Yes, yes. <laughs> All right. So are you going to be stumping for... I might uh, have to stump for that chicken. Yeah, I can imagine. All right, and there you go. That is what I have in the bizarre file for you. Casey? Give me something to give away. Should we got that seltzer stuff? Yeah. Let me give some of this away. Seltzer stuff? Yeah. No, it's not just stuff. It's the Kona Spiked Island oh, Seltzer. I know this brand. I have a variety pack for you, and we'll take callers uh, 15 and 16 at 215-263-WMMR. Uh, beard made with uh, passion quality and a whole lot of Hawaii. It's Liquid Aloha from Kona Brewing Company. You enjoy Kona's big wave on tap at Kona Seltzer's. Uh, and Kona Seltzers, I should say, at Creekside Sports Bar and Grill in Limerick. The Norn Outdoor Dining, a beautiful patio, picturesque golf course views, and great event space. Visit CreeksideSportsBar.com. 215-263-WMMR, 15 and 16. You get those. We'll come back with a lesson question. Stay there. Like what you hear? You can see it, too. Check out Preston and Steve's Daily Rush on Xfinity On Demand. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right, uh, we are going to do some giveaways we have today for the lesson question digital download of A Quiet Place 2. And let's see, what are we going to go with here? Um, 
I didn't look at these ahead of time. I apologize. How about this? Uh, which song did Kathy play at her piano recital in elementary school? <laughs> Not really. Okay, she played Popeye the Sailor Man, oh. but was introduced to play another song. Do you remember yes. that, Kathy? No. It's far more provocative. provocative. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. 215-263-WMMR. Yes. What, what song did Kathy not play at her piano <laughs> recital? She was introduced to play, but let's see if you know. We'll do the trash while you call in. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. And let's get those stories you got, Steve. What's up? Well, believe it or not, Tiger King Joe Exotic is already fielding acting offers now that he is more than likely to get released from prison early. Exotic is reportedly very interested in a remake of Seven, in which lead detective has seven teeth. Oh, my God. Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez were spotted house hunting in the very upscale Holmby Hills section of L.A. Lopez is reportedly looking for an on-premises dance studio, while Affleck requires a subterranean cave in which to store a crime-fighting arsenal. Yes. Hey! And finally, Lamar Odom being sued by a leasing company for money owed on a 2017 Chevy Suburban. Odom says it's all a misunderstanding, and is there a door in the back he can run out of? (laughs) (laughs) And that's your Hollywood track. All righty, we're going to see if we can get ourselves an answer to today's lesson question, which song did Kathy not play at her piano recital in elementary school? Uh, It's Jerry who's going to take a stab at this. Hey, Jerry, good morning. Hey, good morning. All right, good morning, (laughs) Jerry. What song was it? I Touch Myself. You got it. Uh, for you, we have a digital download of The Quiet Place Part 2, uh, starring Emily Blunt, and it is available now on digital with exclusive bonus content, including uh, director John Krasinski's deeper look into the world of The Quiet Place. It's in stores on 4K Ultra HD and Blu-ray July 27th, rated PG-13, and that is from Paramount Pictures. Want to mention this before we go on to music news? Uh, we are soliciting for people to be a part of a contest. It's called the Battle of the Self-Proclaimed Experts, and we're delving into the world of Harry Potter. So <clears throat> this is mainly for bragging rights. But if you have said that you could go toe to toe, yes, with anybody, right, when it comes to the knowledge of Harry Potter and that world, that universe, then you need to let us know about it. You can go to PrestonandSteve.com. And it's just to settle all, uh, all, you know, the conflicts out there of I'm the best ever. You have what it takes. So we've done this with uh, the Rocky franchise and with the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So this involves the books and the films. Yes. The main books and films. The first uh, seven books, the the eight movies. Uh, And uh, all you need to do is tell us why you're an expert. And whichever one speaks to us, whichever two entries that we get that speaks to us, then we will invite you to come in and battle it out. And we're stressing not a not a passing interest. You have to be a real yeah. deal fanatic. Yep, you live it. Uh, so we want you to do that. And we are going to eventually. Where's my little info sheet here? I'm trying to figure out when was, we are uh, doing the it. The 29th is when we're going to do it. We'll okay. have that in studio. You must be vaccinated in order to come in. That's just uh, building rules, yep. station rules. So um, you have to have a vaccination in order to be in the studio with us that morning. But, uh, yeah, like Steve said, um, if you're a casual fan, don't even bother entering. you yep. got to be a legit fan because these questions are going to be hard. Yeah, like the real deal, you can beat anybody type of fan. Uh, so keep that in mind. The 29th is when that's going to be deadline 
to get that into us is uh, the 26th. You know what? So a week from Monday. I'm going to bring one of my wands in that day. Oh. I have a whole bunch of I have one, too. Yeah, we, got, we got a few yeah, of them. Yeah, Wizarding Wizarding wands in. Harry yeah. Potter. Might even have some extras so we can I'll even it. wear a robe like Harry. Oh, one of those. I have a robe, too. Cloak. Yeah. All right. And Nick, can you draw a lightning bolt on my head? Yeah, I was thinking about maybe dressing up like Dumbledore. All right. So you can uh, you can get signed up. Do it now. Let's do music news. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Sometimes I wonder if I have ovaries in my scrotum. Ah. Huh. A lot of music news today. whole bunch of stuff. We're going to start with the one I teased a moment ago. Blink-182's Mark Hoppus says that his cancer is diffuse large B-cell lymphoma. Oh. Which is the same that his mother had, and she beat it. Uh, she had also beat breast cancer twice. Okay. So that's... A good track record to be no, absolutely genetically a part of. All right. Last month, he had announced that he was undergoing chemotherapy treatment, and now says that his cancer is not bone related; it's blood related. All right. In a YouTube video, he told fans that he's having problems with his memory due to the chemotherapy, and referred to it as chemo brain. Uh, as he posted, he mentioned that he was going uh, in for a PET scan uh, Wednesday, this past Wednesday. And would find out if the chemotherapy was working or not. At last check of his Twitter account on Thursday evening, uh, he had not posted an update on his test results. Instead, he wrote, chemotherapy gives me hiccups. So we know what kind it is. We know he's getting the proper treatment. And we'll see how that bodes for him. My dad has had a few different types of cancers. Fortunately, he's doing well right now. And uh, he has had chemo brain in the past. It really messes with you and, and when you're going through it. However, and I say this with all due love and respect, I think he uses it as an excuse sometimes. Ah, uh, really? <laughs> Yeah, oh, I forgot to to get that thing done or do this thing, mm-hmm. and he blames chemo brain. And I'm like, you can't you can't blame cancer mm-hmm. and chemo brain for uh, not remembering your keys. That's like the cop out when people say, "Ah, uh, senior moment." Yeah, senior moment. Uh huh. Sure, no? Dad. Uh-huh. Uh, the future of Stone Temple Pilots is still up in the air, uh, according to a new interview with uh, bass player Robert DeLeo. When asked what's next, he said, "We're still trying to figure it out." Uh, there are in- these are interesting times. Uh, the people that are in the business of entertainment. Are the last kind of of shove off, are the last to kind of shove off on what we used to be doing. Uh, we're kind of at the mercy of the hands of this pandemic and seeing where this all takes us. I'm hopeful to see what's going to happen here, and hopefully see the light at the end of the tunnel. The next release for STP is the 25th anniversary issue of Tiny Music Songs from the Vatican Gift Shop, which will be released on the 23rd. The three disc one LP deluxe edition features a remastered version of the original album, alternate versions. And mixes of several songs and a complete concert as well. Imagine Dragons have released a music video for their latest single. It's called Wrecked. Uh, the clip, like the song itself, finds lead vocalist Dan Reynolds in a confusional, confessional visual <laughs> uh, and exploration of grief. So that's what's happening. Bless me, Father Fry. Uh, Reynolds wrote Wrecked after losing his sister-in-law to cancer in 2019. Oh, boy. Uh, he also teased an acoustic version of the song, which was recorded uh, from the set of the Wrecked music video. Fozzie debuted a new song, and that's called The Vulture Club. Uh, and they did it during their concert on Wednesday night at uh, Wildwood in Iowa City, Iowa. Uh, the band also performed their latest single called Sane live for the first time. Both songs will be featured on Fozzie's upcoming, uh, upcoming, upcoming, it says. Uh, which, according to Chris Jericho, will continue 
That means it's extra upcoming. <laughs> With the momentum that the Judas t- uh, started, never mind. When's you need that? to understand that this isn't just upcoming, it's upcoming, upcoming. When the, is that upcoming coming out? Up, uh, it's it's upcoming. upcoming. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh. Set for release on October, <laughs> 20, on October 21st is Judas Priest, 50 Heavy Metal Years of Music, a new limited edition box set which includes every official live and studio album to date plus 13 unreleased tracks. Uh, out now is a previously unreleased live track recorded on June 21st, 1986 at the Summit in Houston. Uh, and it's Hellion slash Electric Eye uh, from the Turbo Fuel for Life Tour. Uh, a Reflections edition on the box set will also be available to purchase in CD and I, two LP format. We're looking at a picture of this collection. I mean, oh my God, the stuff that's available. If you're uh, These collections that come out with these... Every single this and every single that and, and artwork and everything. I mean, if, if, you're a, if you're a fan of Judas Priest, I don't know why you would not get this. Yep. Uh, coming to PBS tonight is the first part of a six-week series titled Icon, Music Through the Lens, which sheds new light on the world of rock photography. Uh, Best Classic Bands reported the series will run each Friday through August 13th. Uh, the show airs at 9 p.m. on PBS, uh, pbs.org, and the PBS video app. You can check your local listings for stations and times. Among the famed photographers featured are Jill Faramanovsky, Farah- mm-hmm. uh, Mick Rock, Danny Clinch. Ooh, I love Danny Clinch. Uh, Terry O'Neill, Henry Diltz, Bob Gruen, <laughs> Rachel Wright, Deborah Feingold, Laura Levin, or Levine, I think, uh, Baron Woolman, Neil Preston, and Lynn Goldsmith. Uh, so there have been... Obviously, iconic photos of yes. musicians throughout the years, and especially in the world of rock music. So that'll be pretty cool. Pierre's kind of friendly with uh, Henry Diltz, too. He shot oh, really? the, the cover of um, uh, CSN, oh. hanging outside. Um, and, uh, yeah, Pierre's had uh, Henry on the show several times. He's a great photographer as well, as you would imagine. Nice. And I saved this for last. This is great. Premiering, you can imagine. <laughs> <laughs> premiering tonight on Hulu is the Paul McCartney-Rick Rubin docuseries oh. titled McCartney 3... Two and one. <laughs> one. Um, three. Yes. Two. Uh, the six. Three. One. And two. two and three. three. <laughs> uh, the six-part limited series <laughs> finds the former Beatle and famed record producer discussing all aspects of his 60-year career. Uh, Paul and Ruben uh, serve as two of the project's executive producers with the series being directed by Zachary Heinzerling. And so there I was... In front of Kenny Knight. <laughs> and I'm completely nervous, and he was wonderful. I'm sure he remembers every moment of that interview. Uh, so that's on, uh, that starts tonight, which is really cool. I'm looking forward to seeing that. And that is all I have in music news for you. All right, so one more break to take, yeah. and then we come back, give away our Word of the Week prize, wrap it up, hand it over to Pierre. We'll be back in a second with that, so make sure you stay close. MMR spotlights the best rock in Philadelphia with Jackson's Local Shots. This month's band is Domini. Domini, your Local Shots Artist of the Month for July. Check them out every Wednesday at 6.30 right here on Mighty MMR. And you can hear and see more now at WMMR.com. Keyword, Local Shots. Sponsored by Family and Company Jewelers. Find a band that rocks her world at Family. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Philly. 
Uh, as we're coming to the end at 10.34 a.m. of another broadcast week. Uh, and I would like to thank our guest, Lunell. She uh, was so great. She's great. Sweetheart, we all got a nice big hug from her at the yes, end there. Yes, because I'm, I'm desperate. I'm vaccinated and I want a hug. Can you still smell her perfume? Oh, yeah. yeah. She yeah. smelled lovely. She did. But yeah. it kind of, it's one of those perfumes that lingers for yeah. a bit. Yeah. She was uh, a lot of fun. A sweet woman and very, very funny. And she'll be at Helium Comedy Club tonight. 7.30 and 10 o'clock. There's uh, tickets left for the Saturday 10 p.m. show, and there's a Sunday 7 p.m. show. So it was cool having her on uh, this morning. Um, I guess we just need to do the letter of the day. I've been told that, Casey, you're handling that. I can do it. Here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the daily letter. All right, and the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter... S, as in Saturday. All right, and we have a word now, and we're going to take the sixth caller, number six. Six. 215-263-WMMR. I'm going to give a shout-out, a shout-out, I should say, to Matt Cowper. Because, and just because you said sick, sick, made me think of him. Matt Cowper, I texted him or emailed him yesterday or the day before because Matt is, uh, he's our key Duncan person. Of course, right. we have the Duncachino machine in our uh, kitchen and it has hot chocolate. And lately I've been drinking hot chocolate and it's run out of hot chocolate. And there have been times in the past where all of a sudden we run out of all the Duncachino stuff and yeah. it's not around forever. It's hard and times. Matt Cowper is the point guy. I said something. To, uh, emailed him the other day. It's full today. He did. He took. He care did of it. it. He right. did it. Or he told yeah. somebody to take care of it. But whatever he Either did, on the action sick was hero you need. Action was taken, yes. and I got to give some love to the sick Matt Cowper, and we'll give some love to Casey because he posted a picture of himself <laughs> with his bare hiney showing oh on Instagram. I love it so much. Uh, just to show up, Greg Murphy, because uh, they are battling. <laughs> Uh, for the is it the bend to the shore uh, bike, bike tri- trip bike tour tour and there's yeah. only like 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 a grand like a thousand dollars difference right between you guys well I'm uh, I'm trying my hardest right now and so he posted a picture of him in a Philly suit yeah. yesterday that how do I compete they only gave me half of the suit right so yeah you so he only had wore half of yeah. the suit right what are you gonna do it's not fair so I just you know you you work with what you got yeah. right and uh, and, and that's all the man yeah you're gonna bury him uh, yeah with these pictures and the, the picture of you on the on the trike oh my god is phenomenal as well <laughs> oh my god yeah Pierre's like experiencing point- this for the first time what people like to point out the uh, the the uh the toe point, or it's I don't nice. even know what you would call no, it's that. Good. That, that, yeah. ma- that makes your uh, calf Cat. muscle pop. So the yeah. calf raise. Wait, did yeah. you do that on purpose? I don't know. I have no idea. What I wish I would have done was oh my uh, God, maybe I never even noticed that. Suck my gut in a little bit. Ooh, By the way, Pierre, that's my wife's trike. <laughs> okay. And nice. it was a gift for her that I gave, and Casey brought it over. That's our, at our shore house. And, and did you uh, drive it over like that? No, 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 no. We put it on the back of a trailer. <laughs> uh, me and Chuck, and then. Chuck and I, uh, you know, Chuck went in the other room while I disrobed, and uh, and then he came back in, and then I d- it didn't dawn on me until a little bit later on that Preston has security cameras all over his house. <laughs> I'm like, wait, so could you see it, Preston? No, there's not one inside the garage. It's outside of the garage. You would have been <laughs> after my garage. Oh there my is. <laughs> wait, and also Chuck left while you disrobed. Like, really? At that point, is it necessary? Right, right. right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. 
Chuck took the photo then, right? He did. There's he no did. photo credit. No, but, uh, oh, oh, you know what? You're right. I should do that. Uh, but, yes, the, the photo I took last night, I did uh, with the timer. So Okay. Uh, I was a photographer as well. Right. <laughs> We're seeing oh, more and more and more of Casey. If you want to see less and less, uh, yeah, help me raise $10,000. That's, <laughs> the, that's the, uh, the the bargain, right? You, yep. he, you will make sure that you don't have to endure this if you, if you just uh, donate. And I'm going to donate today. Thank I'm you. I'm going to donate, too. Thank you. Thank okay. you. Link is in my bio on Instagram, or if you go to Twitter, the, the you can click on the link there. Excellent. And also, thank you to the sponsors, because we um, Team WMMR wouldn't be able to do this without the help of Michelob Ultra. Our friend John Dorenzi from Penn Distributors. He's great. Huge, huge help. Uh, so Michelob Ultra, Keswick Cycle jumped in this year. Pinocchio Pizza and um, Pinocchio's Pizza Media and Headstrong have been there since the beginning, so thank you to those guys. And I have uh, some stuff coming up with Pinocchio's and Michelob Ultra uh, specifically uh, over the next month or so. That would be sick. All right. Uh, we're going to see guys. We're going to see if we can get a winner, and we are looking for caller number six, and caller number six is Jody. Hi, Jody. Good morning. How are you? Wonderful. Jody, do you know what the word of the week is? I hope it's bees. la di da di da di da That's it. <laughs> you got it. And Jody, for you, we have a... Hang on. We have a great prize for you. We've got... $500 courtesy of Sony Pictures Escape Room Tournament of Champions. We're also going to give you a 10-person private escape room at each of the four rooms at Bates no Escape Rooms. Yeah, in Westchester and Fandango gift cards for all of you to see the film. It's an $1,850 total prize value for you. Wow. Congratulations. Thank you. Now, Casey, I'll donate. Oh, good. <laughs> Thank you. Hang on a second, Jody. We'll get your information. And don't forget, it's from Sony Pictures Escape Room Tournament of Champions, which is exclusively in movie theaters today. Uh, what's up on your show today, Pierre? Well, we've got more uh, tickets for the Hooters for the second evening, the 22nd and 23rd. It'll be Saturday the 23rd, plus a workforce block of the Hooters. Just went on sale um, a short while ago, uh, keswicktheater.com. Uh, we have workforce blocks of Live and Elton John. And uh, we'll do um, we'll um, prime the pump for our Super Segway weekend at various points nice. during the program uh, with some fun, fun segues. Uh, you've been hearing a promo, and I've got a great one coming up in the coffee break shortly, in fact. Very cool. Just mm. those little connective uh, tissues in songs, either through the title or the moment in the song. Um, Is there a way to tease one you have coming up without giving it away? Uh, it has to do with temperatures okay. right. of the female okay. species. Oh, oh female I got species. an idea. Vaginal temperatures. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, well. No. No? 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 Oh. Okay. It has to do with temperatures. Okay. Oh. And females. And females. females. All right. Uh, well, we'll find out what it is in a little while. We will very shortly. Mm. I want to thank our sponsors. Preston and Steve Show is brought to you today by Duncan, the official coffee of the Preston and Steve Show. Also brought to you by Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram City. They're kicking off summer by giving you more money for your trade, so hurry in. And also by Polar Seltzer, refreshingly natural Polar Seltzer. Next week on our program, amongst other things, by the way, we will, we'll be off on Monday, just giving you a heads up on that, so it's going to be a four-letter Word of the Week prize next week. Uh, but our friend Derek Pitts is going to be joining awesome. us. Awesome! And he is from the uh, Franklin Institute. We love 
talking to Derek Pitt. So that's going to be cool. And Steve, you're out and about yes, this weekend a couple uh, of times. A couple of times. So today I'm going to be at the Acme at uh, 1640 Bethlehem Pike in Flowertown from noon to 2. Uh, there's a big thing. What's happening with Big Brothers Big Sisters, Acme stepping up. And if you go in and you, your point of purchase, you can donate some money from a dollar on up. And I'm going to be there for two hours today starting at noon. And then on Sunday... I'm going to be at the Acme in Roxborough, which is on Ridge Avenue, again for two hours. This is all in support of Big Brothers and Big Sisters. Come out and say hi and do your regular shopping, and we'll hang and talk about Big Brothers and Big Sisters and all sorts of stuff. Wow. Appearances. They're happening. Yeah. yeah wow. I love it. All right. That's it. We are done. Rage on. Rage on, as, as Luke Spiller would say. <laughs> yeah. And have a great weekend. We'll see you later, gang. Bye-bye. <laughs> Hey everybody, it's good to have you on the bat bat two da bat two ba 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 ba